too late, folks. What the fuck is up? Codcast episode 22. Hell yeah, we did it. Another fucking Codcast. Really enjoying doing this show, and I really appreciate you guys joining me. Fucking rocking this shit. And I uh, might hear a lot of dogs barking in the background today because we got a new rescue. Went outside today, and there's a little, I look like a, I don't know, Doberman Pincherman, a little miniature puppy or something. Was out there, like, outside a little pen, barking at our dogs and stuff. So, it didn't have a collar on or anything. So, we picked it up and we brought it inside. And uh, it was really clean. Um, very friendly. Looks like it's somebody's dog, but don't know whose it is. Uh, Kelsey went out and walked around the neighborhood on a leash to try to see if anybody was looking for it. But no one's looking for it. So, I guess we'll put up flyers and stuff to see if anybody out there is missing a little dog. But it's a really friendly little guy. Haven't named it yet. So, maybe you guys can come up with some cool-ass names for us. Um I was thinking about naming it maybe, uh, I don't know, Rex or something fucking tough, but who knows, we'll see. But uh, as always, start the show talking about our Patreon, Patreon. If you guys want to support the show, I'd really appreciate it. We're up to $254 a month. I'm rich, bitch. Hells yeah, making all that greenbacks. Everybody's like, Dusty, you're only saying all this stuff for money. Yep, sure that. I'm all about the money. If you guys want to support the show, please consider doing it. Uh, almost all the money goes to the Humanist Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary. Everybody's like, how much money actually goes to the sanctuary? Well, I think I made, like, I think I cleared 18000 like, before taxes and everything last year. And I spent 10000 roughly, or something like that, on uh, on the Animal Sanctuary. And then I spent 8000 on myself. So the vast majority of the money I make goes to the Animal Sanctuary. I donate well over like 60% of my income to the Animal Sanctuary. So if you guys like what I do, please consider supporting it. I'm uh, losing a lot of money on my main account because I'm not making regular content, which is what I was making all my money before. And uh, so, But I'm trying to build this up because I think this uh, podcast is uh, I think it's going pretty well, actually. I think I kind of got a unique format for it, and people really seem to be enjoying the show. So if you guys want to see me keep doing this and not quit again like I did two years ago, please consider supporting me. Really appreciate it. Patreon.com for Chesscodcast. And you can also send me direct tips on Streamlabs.com for Dusty Smith. And also you can buy t-shirts at Cultdusty.com. And you can send me direct tips from PayPal, Cultdusty2 at gmail.com. And also we're on SoundCloud. I haven't got the last four or five episodes up on SoundCloud yet. I'm on 22 now. There's only 17 up. i got to get my ass busy on doing that. And uh, since I upload to SoundCloud, my podcasts go in audio format automatically to Spotify and iTunes, so you can check my ass out fucking everywhere. I'm all over the place. I'm trying to do right by you guys. You guys, a lot of you guys work, and apparently you can listen to podcasts at work and shit, and they're like, I like the long shows. It helps the night go by really fast. So I guess a lot of people are like drivers too, so that's cool. And of course, the main way to fucking support the show is through the Super Chats. Super Chats. What's up, guys? Thanks for sending me Super Chats already. We got a... I always always say North Korea, but I know it's not North Korea. It's like the Netherlands or something. Um, So, Andreas from Netherlands sent me $20. uh, Helped me test out the Super Chats, as you guys can see underneath my little picture over here. When you send a Super Chat message, it shows up on the video forever and ever and ever, and you live in infamy, basically. So, you can ask me any fucking question that you want to. No question is dodged. My life is a total fucking open book. I basically lived my entire life for the last 10 years on fucking line, in the public, and, you know, I don't dodge anything. I just fucking answer anything you guys ask me. And the Super Chats are the best way to support the show if you like it. So, please, throughout the show, tons of Super Chats. I'll be reading them constantly throughout the show. And uh, we'll start, I guess I'm going to skip over these Super Chats right now, come back and read them in a minute, give you guys a chance to build them up somewhat, and I'll go ahead and start the show. So we have a great show for tonight, Uh, probably got about a two and a half hour show, I uh, figure, 
And we're going to start it right out with, well, first of all, I guess I'll talk about this. Um, I've had a lot of people request that I change the time of the show. Apparently I have a lot of European viewers out there. What's up, Europeans? Love you guys, you fucking foreigners. Why are you foreigners? What's wrong with you? But love you guys anyway, even though you're foreigners. Fucking immigrants. But, um... And people were like, Dusty, the show is on so late. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning here. Can you help us Europeans out? So I'm thinking about moving the show to 6 p.m. Central, Monday and Friday, which would be 7 Eastern time. Um, if you guys have a problem with that, if there's a big problem, like you don't want me to change the show time, let me know. I'm open to suggestions. You know, I want to do what's best for my entire audience, and so I do whatever it takes to make the show as good as I can for you guys. So be sure... Like I always say, in the comments of the videos, like in the little chat over there, I don't really read them out loud during the show, but after the show's over, I like mute the podcast, and I go back and just do nothing but read the chats, what you guys are saying. So I read everything you guys are saying, so I'm up to date on what you guys think and what your opinion is. So let me know what you think throughout the chat, and I will read it, and I will take it to heart. So... That's cool. Might do that. Uh, if I do that, I'll probably, let's see, today's Friday. So I might do that probably not next week, but the week after that, I'll give everybody notice. I kind of hate to change the hours of the show already because, like, people are used to the show being on at this time. And I hate to change it as soon as everybody's fucking used to it, but I don't know. We'll see what the fuck happens. If you guys uh, think that's a good idea, I'll go ahead and do that. Um, so you guys might know the big news. I guess that happened yesterday. Facebook bans Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan and Infowars Alex Jones and Milo Snuffleupagus and also Paul Joseph Watson, Laura Loomer. They all got the fucking Facebook acts and everybody's freaking the fuck out. Free speech is dead, motherfuckers. Free speech is dead. But I kind of have like, I have a kind of a nuanced view about this because, you know, I got banned from Facebook a bunch of times. I got banned from Twitter a bunch of times. I've been banned all over the fucking place. So I'm not a real big fan of these uh, social media companies banning people willy nilly. But at the same time, I do kind of understand it in a way. Uh, my opinion is if you continuously lie and twist the truth about immigrants in order to mislead your large fan base about them at a time when such rhetoric is observably increasing violence towards them, private companies have no obligation to platform you. I know you're thinking, Dustin, you're not for free speech if you leave that. Well, first of all, this is not a free speech issue. Let's get that straight right off the bat. Free speech only applies to the government, right? The government can't come in and tell you what you can and cannot say. They can't tell you, can't tell you who you can associate with, that kind of shit. That's what the First Amendment is about. You know, it's the fucking government. We're talking about private companies. Private companies have no obligation to uh, honor the First Amendment. They don't. That's not. It doesn't apply to them. So when we're talking about private companies, we're not talking about free speech. We're talking about free expression. That's the, the correct term. But most people use these terms interchangeably. So I know what you're saying when you're saying that. But it doesn't change the fact that this is not a free speech issue. Now... Like I said, I don't agree with just banning people willy-nilly, but I kind of feel for these companies. For one, they had their lawyers breathing on their neck, and their lawyers are telling them, hey, we could easily get sued over this kind of shit. We, we, we've been told now, we can't say we didn't know. We can't plead ignorance. We understand now that people like Alex Jones and Paul Joseph Watson and, and such, they lie. They lie constantly. That's their job. Their job is to lie and to scare people, and oftentimes their lies are slanderous. They, they have no problem slandering people like they did with the Sandy Hook shooting, saying it was a hoax and... Uh, Paul Joseph Watson continuously puts out white supremacist propaganda. Uh, he does it in his own way where he kind of spins half-truths and lies in order to demonize immigrants and make people fear and hate uh, foreigners, which is, you know, horrible, especially at a time right now where we absolutely know that this kind of rhetoric is causing violence towards people. 
So I can understand how the lawyers of these companies are like, hey, you know, somebody can easily sue us because we know that these people are going to lie about us. So if we give them a platform and allow them to lie and slander people, then we could easily be sued by people saying, hey, you know, you knew better and you didn't do anything about it. You let them continue using your platform to lie and slander people and somebody got hurt and now you're liable. Now people are like, oh, they can't get sued for that. Yeah, it's fucking America. They can get sued for anything. And people are like, well, they can't, they won't get beat. They'll win a lawsuit. Well, maybe, maybe they'll win that lawsuit, but it would cost them, you know, millions of dollars in lawyer's fees just to find that out. Why the fuck would they want to roll that dice? So from that aspect of it, I can understand why they would not want to, you know, take that chance of getting sued by platforming these fucking conspiracy theory shitheads. I mean, why would they? It has nothing to the free speech. And secondly, it's a public relations issue. They're taking lots and lots of shit from people going, hey, why are you letting people like Paul Joseph Watson come on your platform and uh, spread white supremacist propaganda? Why are you letting them lie about immigrants constantly? Why are you letting people like Alex Jones on your platform and you know that he lies about everything and and potentially could slander people and get you sued? Why are you doing that? And so they're taking notice and they're realizing that it's not worth it. You know, not worth it from a lawsuit standpoint, not worth it from a public relations standpoint. So they're getting rid of these people. And I kind of understand it, even though, like, I'm still kind of on the fence about it a little bit. People like me, though, like, I, I don't think I ever said anything that really deserved to be banned. And I did say some, like, a lot of the shit I posted in my edgy shitlord shitposting days, I can understand why they, they, they temporarily banned me for that. I had no problem understanding why that some of that shit was inappropriate. And I shouldn't have said it. And I was just kind of pushing the envelope being a shithead. And other things were completely fine, I thought. Most of my bannings were people false flagging me. You know, people just trying to get me in trouble, trying to get me banned, trying to shut me up. They're trying to starve me out, really. They know that I'm not making very much money doing this, and they want to shut me up. And they know if they uh, separate me from my most loyal fa- loyal fan base on Facebook, which is uh, the people that are most likely to share my videos, the ones that are most likely to support me and Patreon me. If they can have me banned from that continuously, then that cuts me off from my most loyal audience, and that really hurts me in the pocketbook. So they're trying to starve me to death by false flagging everything I do. Which is kind of, you know, shitty. So I don't want to seem like a hypocrite saying that I agree with some people being banned while I myself don't think I should be banned. But that is kind of how I feel, you know. But at the same time, it's really not that big of a deal. It's just these social media platforms. If I get banned from Facebook, oh fucking well, you know, I'll live with it. I won't cry about it too much, even though I have cried about it repeatedly. repeatedly. But, you know, it's it's, it's all all good, really. Uh, It's not that big of a deal to me either way. It's just, you know... It's Facebook. But anyway, people are fr- fucking freaking out about it. Uh, and before I even started this video, I think it was, let me see if I can find it. It was mostly down votes already. Before people even fucking heard what I had to say, they already downloaded a bit of this shit, like, horrendously. Let's see what it has to say down here. Make sure that's paused. Mm-hmm. Nope, I can't see it there. I thought it was going to show me. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so a few things I wanted to say about this. And about how everybody's freaking out about this thing. We're going to make fun of Paul Joseph Watson some. It's always fun to shit on Paul Joseph Watson because that guy's a fucking clown. And not in a good way. Not in the way he wants to be. Like Honkular. I don't know if you guys know what the Honkular meme is. But they're trying to uh, do the same thing they did with the OK sign. And they're trying to make people think that clowns are racist. Are you triggered? Are you fucking triggered? But Paul Joseph Watson is freaking out. He's like, remember us. Remember us. Remember us. Just pretentious bullshit. And, uh, but this is the same exact guy. I'm eating Asian food, drinking milk, not looking you in the eye and doing the okay sign. Triggering intensifies. Are you triggered? Have I upset you? Have I upset you? And that's all these fucking guys do. This troll, toxic culture that they all 
disseminate continuously. That's all they're fucking about is trying to upset people. And, you know, and then when it backfires, I know people don't want to have them on their platform and they want to be associated with them because they're just shitheads that offer nothing to the public discourse. They're like, oh, my God, freedom is dead. Freedom is dead. But I mean, dude, you spread lies continuously. Like Paul Joseph Watson, many people don't know this, but he's been working on the Internet for 20 years now. I've been working on the Internet for 25 years. Paul Joseph Watson has been working for probably over 20 years. And in that 20-year time, he has been one of the leading purveyors of disinformation in the history of the Internet. There have been few people who have lied and told more mistruths and half-truths in the history of the Internet than Paul Joseph Watson. This guy literally lies for a fucking living. He literally slams, slanders people and uh, puts out propaganda against foreigners to scare his audience into buying his shitty supplements and water filters or whatever the fuck they're selling this week. But anyway, he says, Hopefully other prominent conservatives will speak out about me being banned, knowing that they are next if we don't pressure the Trump administration to take action. I guess they want fucking Trump to take over fucking Facebook. You know, all these conservatives, they think the free market should always decide, except for when it decides against them. And then suddenly they're off for big government. The biggest of government. Come on. Come on, nanny states. Come in and interfere with these uh, private corporations to do what you want me to do what we want you to do, and total fucking hypocrites. Totally want to have both sides of it. But anyway, this guy says, "Just find a different baker." That's what they always say about you know the gay people. You know, if a baker refuses to bake a cake for you, just find a different baker. Private companies should be able to do whatever the fuck they want to. But no, they definitely don't feel like this way. They don't feel like this when it comes against them. They want a different set of rules for them. But I thought this was an awesome comment. Just find a different, you know, platform, Paul. Just make your own social media website, right? Just host it on your own website. What are you bitching about? It's a private company, huh? Can't they do what they want to? Nope. And this is the kind of reaction you get when your mom hears you screaming the N-word out. When your mom hears you say the N-word and you have to get in one last status update before she shuts off Xbox Live. And that's his, remember us, remember us, remember us. God, if I could only forget you, Paul Joseph Watson. I wish I could forget you with your big dick-sucking lips, your DSLs, your sexy DSLs, Paul Joseph Watson. So sexy, Paul Joseph Watson. Anyway, this guy's like, Every conservative should be up in arms about this. Prison Planet is not some kind of extremist figure. He's just a conservative. If they can do this to him, they can do it to anyone. But literally, he has done nothing but lie for 20 years, continuously. And this guy shows a few of his screenshots of his lies over the last, you know, recent recent time there is clear evidence seth rich was the source of the dnc link there is no evidence russia was the source via seth rich seth rich if you don't remember he uh committed suicide and these people spread the conspiracy that he was actually murdered by hillary clinton hillary clinton's out there murdering everybody so just another one of the lies that paul just watson spread to try to demonize his opponents top u.s government insider bin laden died in 2001 and 9-11 a false flag yep Sure thing, Bin Laden's been dead. The raid on Bin Laden wasn't actually to kill Bin Laden. That was all faked. It's a false flag operation from the government. He's been screaming this same exact shit for 20 fucking years, man. Get a goddamn rest, Paul. Just trying to scare people. That's what you guys do. Rosalind Peterson, the chemtrail cover-up. Yep, still talking about fucking chemtrails, dude. I guess this was back in, uh, what was this, 03 or, yeah, 03. It was a long time ago, but still the same fucking time. This is what he's done his entire career, you know, spread fucking lies and misinformation. So, yes, he is an extremist. Yes, it, this is not even the worst of it. Like, I've covered 
several, several, several instances on this show already where he has outright lied about immigrants, Muslims, and other immigrants to uh, demonize them and make people fear them and hate them. Same exact type of stuff that has directly led to violence. Um, and it was only a few cases that I showed of him. You know, I'm not like paying that close attention to him. And I've already picked out four or five obvious instances of this. I'm about to show one more in a minute here. But if I was really, really, really looking into it, I could probably find way, way, way more. I and mean, that's what this fucking guy does, right? He just lies and tries to scare you, man. I can definitely understand why people don't want him on the fucking platform. And one of the things he's all freaked out about, all these conservatives are freaked out about, is because Men's Health Magazine encourages men to allow their female partners to peg them with strap-ons. Who cares, dude? Some dudes fucking like to be pegged in the ass. Like I said in the fucking last podcast, your G-spot as a male is in your goddamn ass, okay? You know, you have a prostate. Milk that shit. You come all over the fucking place. Some dudes enjoy that. Now, do I enjoy it? No, I don't really enjoy it, okay? It feels like an exit-only place, you know? It feels like an exit-only area. I don't like that for me. But some guys like that, so what's the fucking big deal? But Paul Jules Watson's all upset about it, and all these conservatives, oh my god. And I'm 69, and a decade ago, I would have never been able to even imagine how swiftly our so-called culture could now be swirling into a bowl to a final flush. As a student of history, I can only recall the final days of Rome, and I have flashes of deja vu. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was the problem with Rome. Rome collapsed because they were pegging each other. That was really what was the downfall of their civilization, wasn't it? It was all the butt-fucking. I pray the collapse is soon and swift so we can once again rebuild a better world. They're like literally praying for the end of the world, these people, because somebody wants a dildo in their ass. These people need some near-death experiences to get their priorities straight, in my opinion. And you know you're living in a shitty fucking world when The Onion is actually putting out real headlines now. They're actually telling the truth while most media companies are not telling the truth. And The Onion directly says... Facebook bans extremist figures after designating them dangerous to its public reputation. And that's exactly why they did this. I mean, it was about the suing thing, being sued a little bit, but mostly it was about their public reputation. They know that they're, they look bad these days. They know no one trusts Facebook for privacy anymore. Zuckerberg is, like, worrying about how it's going to affect his stock. And uh, so that's really the only reason they're doing it. And The Onion nails it again. Not even lying. Where's the lie, though? Ain't one. And, uh... So this is another example of Paul Joseph Watson putting out this. It's, he does kind of a mixture. Sometimes he outright lies. And even when he's caught lying, he'll say, hey, yeah, I lied, but it's hilarious. So who cares if I lied? Like he won't even apologize when he lies. And then sometimes he tells half-truths. He'll just say, you know, something that sounds really bad and scares people, but he won't actually tell you the details of it, showing that it's not actually nearly as scary as he's trying to make it out to be. So here he's trying to paint immigrants in the light. Oh, they're disease carriers. They're going to kill us all, these fucking disease carriers. An infectious disease doctor has warned that the number of cases in Sweden of, I don't even know how you pronounce that word, leishmaniasis, a parasitic disease which can lead to death, has doubled since the 2015 migrant wave. It's doubled. These migrants are bringing all kinds of fucking diseases, man. They're going to kill us all. we got to stop immigration in its tracks immediately. But it turns out the truth is, while that's true, we're only talking about 35 cases here. So, yeah, it doubled from 16 or 17 cases to 35. A very, very, very small amount it doubled. And uh, it's a very small amount considering that there are up to 1.3 million new cases every year. 
So they brought in like an extra 17 or 18 into the country when there are 1.3 million new cases worldwide. So he's just trying to scare you. They're going to kill you with their diseases. Oh, my God. The brown people going to get us. The brown people going to get us. And this is the exact type of shit that all these terrorists, all these white supremacist terrorists who believe in the Great Replacement, who believe that the foreigners are coming here over here and murdering all our people, all our people, all of their people, I guess they consider it, I consider my people, everybody's my people, but this is the exact kind of shit they listen to. This is the kind of exact shit that radicalizes them. So he's still on Twitter, but I understand why Facebook doesn't want this shit on there. They don't want this half-truths and this fear-mongering on there. I get it. I, like I said, I'm still on the fence about it. Like I do believe that he has the right to say what he wants to say, but he doesn't have the right to other people platforming him. That's the thing. People are like, you don't believe in free speech. You don't believe he has the right to say what he wants to say. Yeah, he has the right to say what he wants to say. He can say whatever the fuck he wants to say on his website or wherever the fuck somebody else decides he deserves a platform. But absolutely nobody has an obligation to platform him at all. No one has an obligation to platform me either. It's just the way it is. They're just private companies. They can do what the fuck they want to, and they can be associated with whoever they want to be associated with. And uh, you have absolutely have the right to say what you want to, to but you don't have the right to uh, avoid criticism. Free speech doesn't make you dodge criticism. It doesn't protect you from criticism. And so all you people say, no, you do. But yeah, yeah, like I said, but I can criticize them. Everybody can criticize them, right? That's just part of it. The system fucking works. So I don't know. Stop crying. That's all I'm saying. And uh, this, this kind of message, I don't really get his point. They labeled Farrakhan far right to hide the fact that these bands were purely a partisan political purge, which doesn't make any sense. Um, basically, I guess the theory they're saying is, is they banned Louis Farrakhan kind of as a red herring to make it look like everybody they banned wasn't on the right, even though they specifically called Louis Farrakhan right wing. So if they were trying to hide the fact these bands were partisan, wouldn't they have called Louis Farrakhan left wing instead of right wing? The fact that they called him far right to begin with just makes it seem more like it's all partisan because everybody on the list, according to them, was far right. But So it doesn't really make any sense what he's saying here. If they were trying to hide the fact that it was partisan, they would have cut him left wing, and they didn't. But, I mean, is Farrakhan actually a radical leftist, or is he also far right, and this is just a witch hunt to get rid of only far right people? Which is it? Choose one, alt-right maggachuds. But... I know which one they'll choose. They'll claim that he is far left, but uh, they're just throwing him out there to make it look like they're not just banning conservatives. You know, I got permanently banned from Twitter, too. So they're not just banning fucking conservatives on these social media platforms. I've been banned on Facebook probably more than anybody. I haven't been permanently banned yet, surprisingly, but it's coming. Let's not pretend. And one of the people they banned on facebook was louis farrakhan the the leader of the nation of islam a giant fucking turd giant fucking goddamn shithead and uh just banned the minister snoop dog snoop dog wasn't having it fucking snoop dog was upset as shit about it snoop dog had to get on there and make a little video and be like oh no you fucking banned louis farrakhan so let's see what fucking snoop dog had to say about it go snoopy for real that's how y'all feel so facebook and instagram just banned the minister Louis Farrakhan. I want to know for what. I'll tell you. All he ever do is tell the truth. Bullshit. But y'all gonna ban him though. Mm-hmm. All right. What if we ban y'all? Do it. What if we stop fucking with y'all? Cool. Facebook and Instagram. Cool, cool. How the fuck y'all gonna ban Minister Louis Farrakhan? It's a dick. For putting truth out there. Bullshit. I stand with him. I'm with him. Fuck you. Ban me, motherfucker. You're banned. Ban me. Cancel. 
Because I'm going to keep posting this shit. I'm going to keep putting Post Minister it. Louis Farrakhan out there. That's my dear brother. Fuck y'all that got a problem with it. Fuck you. I got a problem with it. Sorry about that, Minister. I had to, had to bang for you. Yeah. I know you don't permit that. No, fuck him, then. What a baby. But that ain't right. Yeah, it is. It's Suck not right. It's like a dick snoop. It's a bunch of motherfuckers y'all can bang. Yep. But there y'all is. choose Minister Louis Farrakhan. Yep, sure did. Assalamu alaikum, my brother. Assalamu alaikum, you fucking dickhead. You should like Snoop, but that's bullshit. Let me explain to you guys just a few of the things about Louis Farrakhan, okay? Louis Farrakhan is a goddamn racist against white people. That's one of the things, okay? It's just crazy, all right? In accordance with the Nation of Islam's teaching on race, Farrakhan believes that all white people were made a race of devils by an evil scientist named Yakub, supposedly based off Jacob of the Old Testament. Given these somewhat insane views, it should come as no surprise that Farrakhan found a friend in Scientology and urges all his followers to take the white devil's Dianetics. He also did an interview with Alex Jones lasting for over two hours, in case you're interested. So yeah, he just telling the truth, bullshit he is, man. He literally believes white people were created by an evil scientist that we're the fucking devil, dude. What the fuck, Snoop? What the fuck, dude? Is this really out there what you're supporting? I, I bet Snoop doesn't even fucking know. I bet Snoop doesn't even fucking know what the shit he's talking about. It's just, oh, he's a black guy, and he's a fucking Muslim, and they ban him, so it's racist. It's racist. But no, dude, Farrakhan is not a good guy. For one, he's a right-winger. Ross anybody wants to say, Islam is a right-wing ideology. And you got a guy who doesn't uh, approve of sex, doesn't approve of homosexuality, doesn't approve of gay people, doesn't approve of uh, drugs and rock and roll, and is part of a very conservative ideology. He's a fucking conservative, dude. Like it or not. And he also uh, supports uh, homeopathic medicine, and uh, he, they're anti-vax. Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam have been heavily influenced by medical expert Leonor... Leonor Leonard Horowitz, I will get that in a right minute, and as a result, they have embraced and promoted a large amount of dangerous pseudoscience to the black community. In 2009, Farrakhan got on the vaccine hysteria bandwagon, claiming the H1N1 vaccine was, in actuality, a part of a plan to kill off people in order to ease overpopulation and calling for black people to boycott vaccines. He also believes that Ebola was made by whites as a way of killing blacks off. So yeah. Fuck you, Snoop Dogg. This is a guy you should not be supporting. This is a guy who's a fucking absolute dickhead. A guy who spreads misinformation. A guy who spreads hate and fear. And uh, not somebody you should go to bat for. I have no idea if Snoop Dogg knows any of this. But if you do, shame on you even bigger. And if you don't, shame on you. Because, you know, you need to educate your fucking self. Just fucking awful. But anyway, that's what I think about the Facebook banning. Still on the fence about it. We'll see what you guys think about it. Let me read the Super Chats here real quick and see what you guys have to say about it. All right, Andreas from, uh, I think that's the Netherlands, or I don't know, I tell you before. $20, so thank you. Greetings from uh, North K. Mav Strike to be darn on. You should do a cringe video about men going their own way red pill. Okay, I may do that sometime. Some of the some of the men going their own way stuff is, you know, fine. I understand some of their points. They do have some points and like men have issues, just like women do. You know, men absolutely have a lot of issues. They have a higher suicide rate, they have more dangerous jobs, they get treated worse in the justice system, they get treated worse in the family court system, they don't live as long. Uh they have, you know, higher suicide rate. Did I say that already? They're very stressed out. So men have a lot of fucking issues. One of the things the men going their own way movement and the men's rights movement don't want to acknowledge is that the vast majority of issues men have were created by other men. We live in a society that is pretty dominated by men still, and the system was set up by men from the start pretty much. 
So a lot of this shit that's happening to men is being caused by other men directly. And so uh, tackling the uh, patriarchy is part of the response that feminists have to attacking these issues that men need help on. But people see the attack on the, or not people, but men's rights activists see the attack on the patriarchy as an attack on men. When it's not, it's actually an attempt to help men in a lot of ways. So it's just people have been brainwashed against feminism so much that they think anything the feminists do is just evil and anti-men. But it's actually not if you read a lot about it. So anyway, uh, Ratbag2499, thank you, Ratbag. That is very generous of you. Uh, you could ask me anything in the world, but you did and said you'd send me the money. And that is very kind of you. And that is a very generous donation. Appreciate that. Zach Forbes, the rest, Stifos, $5. Thoughts on the Equality Act passing the House Judiciary Committee? Likely won't pass in the Senate, but it's nice to know. House Dems care about us, LGBT. Yeah, I mean, it's nice that they're trying at least. Hopefully we'll get a Democratic president in there and we'll actually be able to pass some of this stuff. Like even if it did pass in the House and Senate, Trump would just veto it anyway. So passing this stuff is kind of useless when you have such a dickhead in the office. But uh, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping he'll get out of there. Who fucking knows? Like, I can't believe he's in there to begin with. So I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he got reelected. I hope that doesn't fucking happen. But, I, but at this point, I had no faith in America anymore. Not that faith is a good thing to have. Andreas, uh, send me another $50. Thank you very much. Take some of my European money. Muhaha. Have you been in Europe before? No, I haven't been to Europe yet. Uh, I've been thinking about going. The only place I've been out of the country is to uh, the Bahamas and Jamaica. Been on a few vacations out there. And uh, I need to have a lot of fans in Europe, actually, and I've been wanting to go over there. Um, a lot of nice-looking women have invited me over to come hang out with them, which is cool. Uh, my girlfriend wouldn't be happy about that. Shh. She's not listening, though, but she is. Um, but I don't really like to fly. I don't like to travel that much. I don't find the experience very enjoyable, so I'm kind of a homebody. So we'll see what happens. Thank you for the donation. Appreciate it. Uh, John Didelmanici. We'll say that's right. Five dollars. Oops. Too far. If the internet were full of people like you, this world would be a better place. Thank you. Hey, totally agree. I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm okay in certain aspects and in other aspects. I'm only good in small doses. So a lot of people don't like me. A lot of people disagree with you. But I appreciate that. That's very nice. And I thank you for the kind words. Uh, CEH Beach can be $5. Just because we have freedom of the press, don't make printing presses free. Same goes for websites. Parasite hucksters like PJW need to learn that. Yep. I mean, they have no obligation to platform you, especially if you're going to outright fucking lie and, you know, say stuff that could absolutely lead to violence against people. Mm, fuck off, sort of. Lauren McCool, $2. Don't forget to mention my name this time. Lauren McCool, Lauren McCool, Lauren McCool. You so McCool, Lauren. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Skono Skiodi? I don't skiodi. I don't know. Snoop really just pulled a no you. Yeah, come on, Snoop. Need to smoke some more weed. Think about it. Have a joint and just have a big old thought on it. You know, maybe you'll rethink the whole thing and realize that you're wrong as fuck. Uh, love your long form videos. Thank you. Appreciate that. Like a lot of people don't like the long form videos. Like I've lost a huge percentage of my audience who don't want to watch this. They're like, I can't watch a three hour video, Dusty. 10, 15, 20 minutes is the top. Okay, don't watch it then. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, it's cool. Like, I, I appreciate you being my fans and everything. I'm not trying to act like I'm not appreciative or whatnot, but at the same time, I like doing this, and if it means that I have, like, a smaller, more loyal fan base, then I'm kind of all for that, because the only type of people that are going to actually watch a show like this that is two and a half, three hours long are very, very loyal fan bases, and it's a smaller number of them, but that's kind of what I'm going for. Instead of the PewDiePie thing where I have 100 million fans, I'd rather just have, like, just 30,000, I'd say, 30,000 loyal fans that watch my podcast every week 
would be plenty for me. And so we're trying to build that up to that. So I appreciate you guys watching. Really appreciate it. Another twenty four ninety nine from Ratbag. When will you have TJ on? Um, I'll have to ask TJ if he wants to come on again. I sent an invitation to TJ, and he said he might come on. And then I kind of rescinded it after he was, like, going to bat for Paul Joseph Watson, saying how he agrees with Paul Joseph Watson and shit. I just... I don't understand why he wants to signal boost for Padres Watson when Padres Watson is putting out white supremacist propaganda and you know demonizing immigrants and lying and shit. I just don't know why he wants to do that. So I just didn't want to be associated with that. But maybe I'll have him on sometime. I'll ask him if he still wants to come on. He may not do it, but we'll see. Anyway, that's all the Super Chats for now. More Super Chats, please. And I will read them throughout the show. Let's continue the show. I have lots of videos today. Lots of good videos. A lot of people were like bitching about having all the fight videos. I saw some fight videos, but I have some other types of videos too. We're going to get to those in a minute. But first, we're going to cover the Carl Benjamin bullshit. Oh, my God. Carl Benjamin. His fucking candidacy is such a train wreck. One of the most bizarre campaigns I've ever fucking seen. But anyway, he back at it again. Remember when he uh, called Jess Phillips? I think that's her name. She's a politician. And he went public and he told her that he wouldn't even rape her, even though she is a sexual abuse survivor. She was sexually abused and... He just said, hey, you're a sexual abuse survivor. I'm just going to make a joke about you about not raping you. It's not a rape joke. It's a joke about not raping you. So you can't say it's a rape joke. you got to say it's a rape joke. Okay, well, sure. Okay, let's say your first joke was a, not a rape joke. It was a, a, a joke about not raping her. Well, last month he said it again, and this time it's definitely a fucking rape joke, and we'll play it for you. UKIP candidate Carl Benjamin has talked again about raping labor MP Jess Phillips, and now she wants action. So I'm gonna play this fucking clip. But let me before I play this clip, let me let me explain to you guys why Carl Benjamin is publicly harassing Jess Phillips with rape jokes. So he claims that the reason he started doing this to begin with is that she laughed during a hearing that they had when a guy brought up male suicide and she laughed about male suicide she doesn't care about men or men's issues and she thinks it's hilarious when men commit suicide and that's why he told her he wouldn't rape her and that's why he's harassing her and that's why his fans are harassing her because she's an evil evil feminist who laughs at men suicide but that's actually not true carl just was trying to find a reason to act edgy and be upset about something so he lied about her and claimed that she laughed about male suicide in order to justify his jokes about not raping her and also his more recent joke where he specifically says that he might be pressured into raping her which i'll play in a second but before i do that i just want to play you uh why he claims he is doing this to her so they had this hearing this is the hearing that he uh come on you can do it you can do it. Pause. Where's the fucking pause button? All right. So, why is it not showing the goddamn bottom of the fucking screen? Maybe I'll just show it in window mode. Right, Philip. Um, I'll just show it in window uh, mode. So anyway, um, so this is the, the deal here. This guy is basically talking about International Men's Day. Ooh, why is there an International Men's Day? Because every fucking day is International Men's Day. You know, still 90% of CEOs in America are men. Like 90% of Fortune 500 CEOs. 90% of billionaires. 90% of historical politicians. 100% of the presidency. 90% of people in positions of power. Men. Like, men run this fucking shit, right? They still do, always have... So International Men's Day is, you know, every day. But there actually is a real International Men's Day. There still is one, just like there is a Women's Day. But anyway, he's basically uh, saying we should 
acknowledged International Men's Day because men have issues too. And one of the things he says is that for some reason in forums like this, there is not enough opportunity to bring out men's issues. And so she laughs. And she laughs because he says there are not a lot of opportunities to bring out men's issues. And she actually explains, I'll show you, that the, re- that the reason she's laughing is because she's surrounded by men, like most of the politicians around her are men. Everybody's a men in this room except for me. And you guys can bring up these issues anytime you want to. And so to say there's not an F opportunity to bring up men's issues is completely silly. And she even says, I care deeply about men's issues. I care deeply about men. But it's laughable to say there's not enough opportunity to bring them up because you guys can bring them up anytime you want to. That's clearly what she's laughing about here. And I'll show it to you. Here we go. Let me, let me shrink this window down a little bit. Maybe that'll help. There right, we go. That's way better. All right, here we go about International Men's Day. Yes, in, indeed, Mr Chairman. My, my, uh, my pitch is a, is a fairly straightforward one uh, in the sense that uh, every year since I can remember, certainly since I've been a member of this House, uh, which is uh, 10 years now, uh, we've had an, uh, an annual debate, and, and uh, in the last few years, uh, this committee has granted one. In fact, I think I was on the committee uh, when it did grant um, the debate for International Women's Day. Uh, and, and that's been held every single year. And so I thought that in the spirit of gender equality, it would only be right uh, to, uh, to have a debate to commemorate International Men's Day, which conveniently, conveniently falls on uh, Thursday the 19th of November, which uh, is a date when you, you may or may not have some time to allocate, uh, so it will be very fitting. Um, because, of course, not only do, um, do we have International Women's Day, we also have women and equality questions every month in the chamber, which we don't have for men. So the opportunity for men to raise issues that are important to them is very limited. And just to give you a flavor... So, look, this is why she starts laughing. She starts laughing because, he says, there's little opportunity to bring up men issues. Watch, Mr. She Chairman, laughing of the right type now. of things that may, may come up on which will she's be... She's not laughing at men's suicide. She's not laughing at any of that. She's laughing at the fact that she's surrounded by men right now. And they could bring up men's issues any time they want to. And this guy's claiming that there's no ample opportunity to bring up men's issues. That's clearly why she's laughing. Part of International Men's Day, I'm, I'm not entirely sure why it's so humorous, but to discuss issues such as men's shorter life expectancy, uh, wider male uh, health issues, many of which go uh, unreported be through embarrassment of, of men to sort of go along and talk about these things, uh, the high uh, suicide rate amongst men, the... Uh, propensity for violence against men. There's many male victims of domestic violence. Again, as something that goes very much unreported because of lots of embarrassment about it. The underachievement of boys in education compared to uh, girls. Uh, the issues around father-child relationships and, and often the, um, the, the way that affects uh, an awful lot of people. Issues. I think people can recognize that. Like I said, I agree with his, a lot of these issues are, you know, they're true and they're completely valid issues to discuss, but what most men's right activists don't want to admit that is most of these issues were actually caused by other men and the patriarchy. It, it is. That's true. Sorry. That they are all anyway, and then she, she goes even further and she explains why she's laughing. She, she doesn't just leave it up to your imagination. ...of November. Uh, you have to excuse me for laughing that the idea that men don't have the opportunity to ask questions in this place is a frankly laughable thing, as I say, as this, as the only woman on this committee. It seems like every day to me is Well, I wasn't, I, wasn't make, with respect, I wasn't making that point. I wasn't no, making the point that what? men don't have an opportunity to ask. I was about men's issues. 
There's a very big difference between yeah. men raising issues and the raising of men. So as you can clearly see, she completely says why she was laughing. It has nothing to do. She's not laughing about fucking men's suicide issue. Carl is lying about that. She's laughing at the idea that men can't bring up issues. Carl is just a fucking liar. And she actually goes on further to explain a little bit here at the end. Let's see if I can find where she actually says she cares deeply about men's issues. Uh, well, uh, it's, a, it's an, a very interesting proposition, but it's not one we've taken up with anyone else so far. We don't know where we'll be off to I don't care about men's issues. It's that I'm hoping for parity myself. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely care about men's issues. And when I've got parity, and when women in this, this, these buildings have parity, you can have your debate. See, she absolutely cares about men's issues. So Carl is just lying his ass off. So this is the reason, because she laughed at what that guy said, and this is the reason he gives us an excuse for why he's such a shithead, for why he thinks it's okay to make rape jokes about her. So... The first joke, basically, he said, I wouldn't even rape you. And uh, as doubled down on that repeatedly, said, it's just jokes, bro. It's just jokes. And this is the latest thing he said. He said this last month. <sighs> God damn it, Carl. You're such a fucking turd, dude. Oh, let's make it big. All right, come on. You could do it. Rape Jess Phillips. I've been in a lot of trouble for my hard lines. All right, let's stop it and start over. Here we go. What you got, Carl? Thrill us with your awesome sense of humor. What a comedian this guy is. Join. There's been an awful lot of talk about whether I would or would not even rape Jess Phillips. I've been in a lot of trouble for my hardline stance of not even raping her. I suppose with enough pressure I might cave. But let's be honest, nobody's got that much beer. I have to say I had a really great time at Bristol. I might cave. I might rape her. Who knows? There's not enough beer in the world, but maybe, maybe there's enough beer to make me rape this woman. <laughs> rape jokes are hilarious, aren't they? I'm talking about rape this woman because she laughed at something that I don't think she should have laughed about. And then I completely lied about why she was laughing in order to justify me making rape jokes about her. <laughs> it's just so fucking cringe. It's hard to believe this guy's running for office. But, you know, that's Carl for you. He's one of the leaders of the toxic troll community, the toxic troll fucking culture that has been created. And his only goal, his only platform is how do I upset people? He adds, he brings nothing. He brings nothing to the public good, nothing to the table that advances society whatsoever. It's just, how can I upset people? How can I make you mad? Instead of focusing, even, same, even if you think that people are too easily upset about things. Okay, fine. Some people are very easily upset about that. Some people are way too easily upset about things. Why not explain to them why they shouldn't be upset about the things that they're upset about instead of inventing new things to upset them about? And instead of trying to make them upset about fake bullshit, why not make the world a better place by explaining to them why they shouldn't be upset about the real issues that they're upset about? But no, they don't want to do that. They just want to continue to add to the, 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 the shittiness of the world by trolling everything and making people upset. You know, that's all they have fucking got. And it's just it's just sad. It's a sad culture that we've created. And I believe I felt created, too. You know, I, I'm I'm guilty as well of this. And I'm trying to do my best to make amends and trying to undo and try to unring that bell a little bit. But it's, it's very, very hard. And, uh, so the, uh, headlines about this shit, the Carl campaign, have just been hilarious. They're getting worse and worse and worse. This one says, UKIP MEP man claims criticism over child sex comments is just jealousy. See, a bunch of UKIP members have been resigning over all his rape comments and his using the N-word and him saying that, uh, it depends on the age of the child, depending on whether you should have sex with them or not, all kinds of shit like that. 
So they're fucking resigning left and right. I think uh, UKIP has lost like 50 seats now, but I don't say mostly because of Carl, but very, very much because of Carl and and Dankula. Dankula. They don't want to be associated with them. And uh, they're killing the fucking party. Like like I said, they lost like 50 fucking seats already. But Carl's like, they're just jealous, man. They're just jealous of my rape jokes. They're just jealous because I'm too fucking cool for Stu. Everybody's jealous of me because I'm Carl and I'm the goddamn best. No, dude. They're not jealous of you. They think they find you cringe and they don't want to be associated with you. Who in the fucking world would want to be associated with you? You're a liar and you're a fucking troll and your whole platform is to upset people. Like a child. You're like a little fucking kid, man. Only the bottom of the barrel, only the lowest wattage dim bulbs support you, man. So, no, it has nothing to do with jealousy. Yeah, you're more popular than me. Everybody's like, you're just jealous of Sargon Dusty. (laughs) Like, I... Okay, I'm jealous of some people, but Sargon's definitely not one of them. Trust me. Like, seriously. And uh, so I just want to remind you guys that to Carl, unapologetic jokes about white people make you unhuman, make you an unhuman asshole. But unapologetic rape jokes aimed at a victim of sexual abuse is perfectly acceptable and you should deal with it. That's what he said when uh, they said, do you think it's acceptable to make rape jokes about a victim of sexual abuse. And he was like, absolutely, I do. Absolutely, deal with it. That was his comment about it. But here he is. Dear pro-white genocide professors in American universities, apologizing for bad jokes is what people do. If you don't, you're an asshole. Well, of course, Carl would just admit he's an asshole. But he would admit that he's not human. And that's what he's saying here. You know, that's what humans do. Humans apologize for jokes. Well, you know, that's what people do, right? Why aren't you apologizing for your bad jokes? Instead, you're doubling down and you're making more rape jokes. Okay, And people are like, you don't get the joke, man. He's just joking. I know he's joking, dudes. I understand it's a fucking joke. It's a joke about raping a sexual assault victim because he didn't like something that she said that was completely fucking harmless. And then he lied about it. I mean, that's I understand what's happening here. I'm not missing it. The joke's not going over my head. It's just a shitty person making shitty jokes to try to upset people. It's like, we can say anything, jokingly, anything. And that's what they do. They, I'm going to go over this with Count Donkula in a second. How real racists hide behind jokes, and they use people like Donkula and Sargon as cover to spread racism. But let's check on the Super Chats real fast. Super Chats. Uh, nine from D. Blanche says, Hubris led to Carl Sagan of Applebee's train wreck. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing is, is he's still at, like, at an all-time high with views on his channel. So he's just doing this as a way of making money, out of way of getting, you know, views and shit. He's a grifter, and grifters got a grift. So even though his campaign doesn't seem to be going well, I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll get elected. I don't want to be, like, look stupid if he gets elected. But even if his campaign crashes and burns horribly, he's still making tons and tons and tons of fucking money off of it. He's getting lots of viewers and stuff. So it's still working out for him. I mean, don't ever think that people like me are winning this because I'm not winning this. Now, maybe someday I'll win this. But the battle has just begun on this. They're still winning. They still have all the views. They still have all the money. You know, like I said, I made, what, $8,000 myself last year. Carl made, like, hundreds of thousands. So they still, they're, they're crushing me. They're crushing all of us, you know. So we can't pretend like they're losing. They're not. They're, they're, they're still the most popular. They still have the, they, they still put the asses in the seats. And, you know, we still got to deal with it 
in a realistic terms like that. H.S. Ross, me, $50 Canadian, he said, any thoughts on how to convince lefties who act like the worst stereotypes of SJWs to be less toxic and stop turning people against the left? Should we explain how they won't convince people by sharing, by shaming or censoring, but need to make good arguments? Yeah, I think, uh, like I do on this show, I try to point out videos of other lefties who are behaving in ways that I think make us all look bad, and I think it just needs to be called out, and they need to be you know, made aware of it. But I also think it's a very, very much smaller percentage of the left than is being made to seem like by YouTubers and anti-HCWs and conservatives and whatnot. They try to take the minutia and put them out there like they represent way, way, way more of us than they do. And they just don't, you know, I hang out with lefties all fucking day long and they don't act like this. They don't behave like this. They're all for the most part, really, really reasonable. Now, occasionally they do do stuff I disagree with. And when they do, I call them out on it. You know, I I have no problem calling out people on the left that I associate with. I do that shit in a fucking heartbeat. But, uh, like Claudia, Claudia, I like Claudia. Uh, she's one of my friends, but she's like friends with shoe on head. And I'll call her out for that shit all day long. Like, how are you friends with this shit without expecting her to make amends for, you know, the shit she's done, like leading the racist bullying of Leslie Jones or still to this day platforming or being on the platform of Lauren Southern and helping signal boost for her. How do you, like, rectify that? Of course, she's never answered me, but, like, I'll call that shit out. So basically, you just got to call it out. and But also, don't let it, like, don't let, don't allow them to make it seem like these people represent more of the left than they actually do because they don't. Uh, 349 from Max Powers is armored skeptic, septic, I guess. Septic, that's good. I really like that. Armored septic still supporting Sargon. Probably, you know, all these people, as far as I know, they haven't distanced themselves from Sargon. Like, uh, six months ago, TJ was like shilling for Sargon. Thanks for coming to the show, Sargon. Really good stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And I was telling TJ, man, in six months, you'll hate Sargon. In six months, you'll know that he's a fucking shit stain just like I do because TJ always does what I do six months, you know, in the, in the future. He always eventually follows the trend. But uh, he'll get there. He's probably there already, I'm sure. Uh, Fruit Bats, $5. Annoying Snoop has fallen for anti-vax hateful crap. Also love the new format. LinkedIn, do you have a favorite animal story from those you've rescued? Uh, favorite animal story. Well, like Diva. Diva, we already had our enemy rescue set up and everything. And Diva was a little black cat. And I guess for some reason she decided to come under our house and have kittens. And I don't know why she chose our house. I guess maybe because she knows that we have tons of cats in here. Maybe she thought we'd look after her or whatnot. But we started feeding her, and uh, we, I bought, like, this cat cage, this cat capturing thing from Walmart. Like, 100 bucks was kind of expensive, but we really wanted to capture her and capture her kittens to rescue them and stuff. And, man, it took us for fucking ever to capture her. Like, she was so smart. She would, like, figure out how to go in the cage and eat all the food out of it without triggering it. So I had to, like, ma- I, I, <laughs> what I did was I put a camera outside. A vi- like a surveillance camera and I had it shining down on the trap and I tied a rope to the uh, trigger mechanism on the cage and I it was like a 200 foot rope and I I uh, threaded the rope through all the way through my house all the way to my room which is on the other fucking side of the house right and I had it like going out the front do- out the back door rather and uh, so I'd watch the monitor and I'd wait till she went in the cat cage and then I would be in here on my bed and I would jerk on the rope and it would trigger the thing. And like, it took me like four different tries to do that. And I finally fucking got her. I went, so we got Miss Diva now and she's had uh, four little kittens. And so they're all part of the family now. So that's probably my favorite animal story, rescuing Miss Diva. And she's our little baby now. She's completely domesticated now. Doesn't want to go outside whatsoever. So anyway, that's the end of Super Chat for now. More Super Chats, please. No question will be dodged. I will answer anything. And, uh... All of that good shit. So I'm trying to think if I want to go into Donkula now or if I want to do videos. 
All right, let's go ahead and cover Donkula first, and then I'll do the video segment. Donkula! So, it'll shock none of you guys. But Donkula had a Discord. You guys know what Discord is? It's like your own private chat server where people can also uh, talk on voice. But mainly, it's just like sharing pictures and text and whatnot. And so, Donkula had been sharing his personal Discord server everywhere. He calls it my Discord server, and he shared it on his Twitter to his hundreds of thousands of Twitter followers or whatnot. Well, it turns out, shockingly, it was a den of racist Nazis sitting in there, and uh, it was chock full of unchecked Nazi propaganda and violent racism, including racist comments and memes from Dankula himself. Aren't we shocked? Aren't we shocked that Dankula was in there making racist memes and him, that he's attracting all these fucking racist people? So first, we're going to read this uh, BBC article that tells you exactly what was going on inside of Dankula's personal Discord server. And, uh, the forum was closed down by its host, U.S.-based gaming community site Discord, following inquiries by the BBC. The chat group, which was littered with racist and Islamophobic terms, as well as support for neo-Nazi groups, was promoted from Mr. Meachin's Twitter. Mr. Meachin said the forum operates on the principles of free speech. The 31-year-old YouTube blogger from Coatbridge was convicted last year of posting a video of his girlfriend's pug lifting a paw when he said, Gas the Jews or seek how. Let's see, go back to more of the uh, Discord server. His Twitter profile, on which he promotes his newly launched political career, pointed his 200,000 followers towards the Discord forum, which required users to register. It warned potential members that material in it was offensive and asked them to consent to viewing the different discussion threads. Discord said that after being approached for comment by the BBC, it had taken down the forum for violating its terms of service. Let's see what it, all right. Mr. Meacham often referred to the forum as My Discord. He told the BBC he did not own it and was not the chief moderator, but he was attracting all these fucking racist shit. It's shaka. On the forum, Mr. Meachin, who posts under his online persona, Count Donkula, used racist language, including the N-word. He also posted memes about black people, including one implying they were thieves. This sounds familiar, doesn't it? This is exactly what I did. Like, when I was going through my edgy phase, my edgy shit posting phase, I made a uh, joke about the... Uh, Ferguson riots and how black people were just using that as an excuse to steal shit. And like at the time, I was so, my ego wouldn't allow me to, to admit that it was racist. I was like, no, it's just jokes, man. I'm just making a joke. I make jokes about white people too. I make jokes about everybody. I treat everybody equally. And if I make jokes about white people, then I can make jokes about black people too. And this is so fucking stupid. Like I understand now how stupid it is. It took a long time to get over my ego, to listen to the people that were explaining to me why this is racist and stupid and why making jokes about black people and white people are not the same exact thing. They're just fucking not. And the reason they're not the same thing is because of the fucking history of America. You know, the white experience and the black experience and the way white people have been historically treated and the way black people have been historically treated are not the fucking same thing. And they're still not being treated the same exact way. So to pretend everybody's treated equally, therefore I can treat everybody exactly the same in a negative way. Yes, if you're treating everybody the same in a positive way, that's a good thing. But when you're making negative stereotypes towards black people, that has a added effect that making these same exact jokes about white people does not have because black people have a history of being demonized about being racially stereotyped and so by perpetuating those stereotypes all you're doing is you're furthering the demonization of them at a time when they are not equally treated by society so it's not the same at all but it takes a while to get over your ego and actually listen to not just i, I listen to a lot of black people i listen to a lot of pe minorities and what they told me 
you know, why they told me this was offensive. And sometimes you have to do that. You have to put your ego aside and, 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 and listen. And they were like, why do I have to listen to this? Because they have a different experience. They have a different life experience. They've gone through a different set of things in their life, and it gives them a unique perspective on things that you don't have because it is not your life experience. And sometimes listening to the unique perspective of other people helps you view things in a way that you would normally view them because you don't have that particular experience yourself. It's very simple to understand. So sometimes you have to listen, and that's what I did. And that's what Donkula needs to do, but I don't think he's really interested in it because he's attracted so many of these racist shitheads, and they know, he knows that there are a huge percentage of his support, both uh, socially and monetarily, and he doesn't want to give up his fame or his money, so he's not going to, you know, do what he has to do to distance himself from these people. Anyway, let me continue reading. It shows a picture of a film character, Indiana Jones, about to steal a golden relic in a cave, and it's captioned, Black people, anything that doesn't belong to them. Huh, get it? Black people steal anything that doesn't belong to them. Donkula's so edgy. Isn't he just edgy? Oh, my God. Isn't he joke so fucking funny? Another meme shows Labor MP Diana Abbott and her supposed reaction when white people do not apologize for slavery at the beginning of every sentence. In response to the BBC, Mr. Meachin said that he was a comedian. He said, I post an offensive... I posted an offensive meme, something I do all the time. I tell offensive jokes and do offensive comedy. Do you really think anyone is going to be surprised at the fact I post offensive memes? So it's always the same with these guys. It's just jokes, man. And are you really surprised that I attract all these people that are just telling edgy jokes, edgy, funny jokes? Well, let's listen to some of these hilarious, edgy, funny jokes that these people in his forum are telling. But the BBC has seen various discussion threads where users frequently use threatening and racist terms about ethnic minorities, including one which posted offensive terms to suggest they should kill all Jews, enslave all black people, and torture all gay people. <laughs> it's just jokes, man. Isn't, isn't it so hilarious talking about killing Jews and enslaving black people and torturing the gays? Oh, my God. Why do you have a problem with this? It is you who are the wrong. It is you who are in the wrong here. It is you who are wrong for getting upset about killing Jews and shit. It's just edgy jokes, man. And this is exactly what these fucking racists do. They hide behind. It's just jokes, man. But they're not just jokes. Like, some of them might be jokes, but a lot of these people are actually fucking racist. And they openly, in the fucking open public, spread the most vile racism the mind can imagine. And then they get away with it by saying, Don't get chicken, man. It's just jokes. And then people like you, fucking shitheads like Donkula, they hide behind you because you back them up. It's just jokes. It's all just jokes. Just laugh, man. But it's not fucking funny. This shit is not jokes, man. People like the New Zealand moss shooter. This is exactly the way he was radicalized, by hiding behind it's just jokes. And so many of these other fucking shooters. It's exactly what they're doing, man. We see right through this shit. In one thread, users posted about gassing black people and nuking Muslims. <laughs> it's just dancy jokes. It's so funny, isn't it, Donkula? What do you expect? Others use homophobic language, derogatory terms about disabled people, and display apparent support for neo-Nazi groups, including the violent American neo-Nazi group, Atomwaffen Division. It has been linked to five murders in the U.S. and espouses a violent white supremacist ideology. But what do you expect from Donkula? You really expect him to distance himself from such people? It's just free speech. He just loves free speech. Doesn't matter what these people say. Doesn't matter if they literally support Nazi groups who have murdered people. It's all good, man. One user writes, Adam Waffen Division did nothing wrong. The degenerates got what they deserved. Another user posts about a UK neo-Nazi organization modeled on Adam Waffen Division known as 
signing Krieg division saying that they that they wish the group would actually do something. Yeah, man, get off your ass and go out there and kill people. Two members of signing Krieg division have been convicted of terror offensive, including circulating material suggesting that Prince Harry should be shot as a race traitor for marrying a woman of mixed race. So, anyway, nobody's shocked by the fact that this is the people Donkula is attracting. No one's shocked by the fact that he doesn't even bother to apologize. He doesn't, I mean, all he has to do is really to say, look, I'm not a moderator of the farm. I don't go there very often, but the things that these people said have gotten way out of hand. I didn't realize this was on there, and this is awful. You know, I don't condone this. These are shitty human beings, and what they're saying is completely shitty and doesn't reflect my beliefs in any way whatsoever. And, like, uh, I'm going to do more in the future to try to distance myself from the pe these people, and if I have another forum in the future, I'm going to make sure my moderators uh, take care of this and don't allow, allow this shit to spread. That's really all he would have had to say instead of, it's just jokes, man. It's you that are wrong here. But, you know, they got to double down. They can never admit when they're fucking wrong. And they are part of this toxic troll culture that is radicalizing people and that is causing violence. They are. Sorry. They are. Like anybody who watched my last video knows that Donkula is alt-right adjacent. Like, at first he went on the Destiny uh stream and debated destiny and he whitewashed white supremacy violence by claiming that antifa is actually more violent than white supremacists which is n nowhere near the realm of reality whatsoever as far as i know uh antifa has killed nobody in america and white supremacists are got a huge body count at this point so by saying that all that is is that's whitewashing white supremacists violence and murder that's all he's doing and of course those of you who saw my last podcast where I was talking about him, where he blocked me after he lost a debate to me about white supremacy, where he refused to admit that the white genocide conspiracy theory was created by Nazis in order to demonize minorities, and I showed him all the proof, and he blocked me and wouldn't admit it. So, yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason he's attracting all these people, and there's a reason he won't admit to this stuff. It's because he knows what side his bread is buttered on, and, you know, is he racist himself? I don't know, but a lot of racists sure do like him, so does it even really matter? Not fucking really, to be honest with you. You know, it's like they say, if uh, if you're at the dinner table with 11 Nazis, there are 12 Nazis at the dinner table. And that's just the fucking truth of it. So let's check on the Super Chat one more time, and then we're going to watch the videos. Videos! Okay. H.S. Ross, give me 10 Canadian, says, Some YouTubers who do longer live streams also clip parts of them for shorter 5-20 minutes five to 20 minute segments might that be a good solution for those who can't watch the caucus yeah i've been thinking about that and i might do it i'm not really sure what's the proper way to do this maybe you guys can give me some suggestions like i've thought about going back and over each one of my podcasts so far and like clipped out the best sections of them and done a best of video and put up on my channel but there's been like i don't know like 18 new episodes and so that'd be 18 new videos and i don't want to spam up my channel with all this stuff so you guys think it'll be too much spam if i put 18 new videos up of the best of the best and then there's another part of me that I only want to do it, period. They're like, okay, well, if you just want to watch the three-hour podcast, watch the three-hour podcast. And if you don't want to watch it, then don't want to wa don't watch it, you know. Your short attention span doesn't really interest me, even though it gets me more views. I'm not really all that interested in getting tons of views and being really, really famous. I know that's strange to people, but I just I don't, I don't have it in me to be famous. I just don't. Like, I don't do the things. I know what it would take to make me famous. I know what to do. Believe me. I know exactly how to be incredibly famous how to do how to get millions of subscribers it's not that difficult i just i don't know i just don't want to do that i hear some fucking police sirens they're gonna get you bad boys bad boys what you gonna do what you gonna do anyway uh 
You guys let me know what you think about that. Should I make 5 to 20 minute clips? Should I spell my channel with a whole bunch of fucking clips of the best of these podcasts? Or should I just let it be? You guys let me know what you think. Champagne5001, give me $5 and said nothing. Okay, thank you for Champagne. Appreciate that. See Bishop Davis, me dollars. Hi, Dusty. You should try doing stand-up. Oh, my God. That seems hard. And seems brutal as well. It's like I almost already kind of do stand-up a little bit on this show. But I do it like... I'm like sitting in my bed right now. I'm literally... People don't, people don't know this, but... I do this the laziest way possible. I set up a studio surrounding my bed. I got me a little bed chair. I'm like literally sitting on a chair that's made to be sat in in your bed right now. It has no legs. And then I have like over here, I have my camera that's like bolted to the wall next to my bed. And I have my monitors up. And I have like lights all over the place. And I have a green screen behind my bed. So I don't know. This is kind of the shit, man. Like doing stand-up kind of seems like outdated a bit. It seems like a lot of trouble. I'd much rather do this. But thank you, I appreciate that. Okay, Condor, $2 for the animals and some big weeds. Yay! Love me some weed. Uh, now, that especially I don't, I don't drink anymore. I haven't had a drink in like five months, man. And every once in a while, I'm kind of tempted to drink. But then my ego won't let me because I love to brag about how I don't drink anymore. So, I'm like, oh, man. If I break my streak, I can't brag about it. So, I'm not going to drink. Just going to smoke weed. Appreciate that. Thank you, Kay Condor and Parker Aguirre. Send me $5. Hey, I sent you some graphics for via Facebook last year. What, want a link now? Um, Can't really do that live on the show, but I appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, you can send it to me on Twitter. Twitter Messenger is actually better to send me stuff on than Facebook Messenger is because I get, like, so spammed in Facebook Messenger. I don't see a lot of the stuff. So, anyway, more Super Chats, please, and I will read the rest of them in a minute. And now we're going to watch videos. Videos! Some people are like, Dusty, I really love the video section of this show. It's awesome. And some people are like, I just tune out. I don't like all the fight videos, so I just tune out. So what do you guys think about the video section? You guys like the fight videos or not? I kind of like them. I think they're, they they give you good lessons in life on how not to behave. And they're also kind of fun to watch. And sometimes it's fun to watch bu bullies get beat up. But uh, you guys let me know what you think. Not all of these are fucking fight videos, but a lot of them are. So we're going to go ahead and start. I actually did better this time. I actually downloaded all the videos, so we don't have to like wait for them to load up on Facebook, so I'm getting more professional about this. So I hate guys like this. Uh, they get a fancy car, and they're like, Ooh, look how fast I'm going to drive. I'm so cool. Look how badass I'm going to drive. I don't care if I'm putting all of you guys in danger or not. I mean, literally, driving is the most dangerous thing you do, and it's not just your driving that's dangerous. That you have to watch out for other fucking idiots on the road, and just like this motherfucker. So look at this goddamn asshole. Ooh, I got a new sports car. Look how fast it can go. Oh my god, I'm gonna start flying past people. Fucking asshole. You can easily get somebody killed by driving like this, by driving like such a fucking asshole. And he almost does here. Watch him. Ooh, got a sports car, but uh, yeah, there's cars on the road, dude. You can't weave in and out of cars real fast. Oh, yeah. That's what happens to your fancy new sports car. Almost killed that guy, didn't you? You fucking goddamn prick. I'm a man. I drive fast. I make all the women horny. Yeah, you got a wrecked-ass car now, you fucking dipshit. You're lucky you didn't die, and even luckier you didn't fucking kill somebody. Fucking piece of shit. It's like, why well, I have a problem with that Paul Walker? Like, I like Paul Walker as an actor and shit, but going out and racing on the street and being involved in that shit is fucking dickhead behavior, in my opinion. All you're doing is you're putting other people in danger for no fucking reason. And uh, here's another fight. And this is, uh, I like seeing these things because this is what happens to bullies a lot of times. Bullies get their comeuppance. Like, I'm this guy. I don't want to fight nobody. Like, I never wanted to fucking fight anybody. But sometimes bullies just don't give you a fucking choice, man. Like, I'm always for turning your back and walking away and not fighting. But sometimes, every once in a while, on very rare occasions, you have no fucking choice. 
And so I like to see it when bullies get their ass fucking beat. Look, ooh, I'm gonna punch you. Uh, I'm gonna, you flinching? You flinching? I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna fight you. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. Motherfucker. Ooh, I swung at you. I swung at you. That guy's just tired of it. All right, fine. You gonna swing at me? I'm tired of this shit. Ooh, that's it. Boom. Right in your face, motherfucker. Get back up. Yep, nope. You have made a mistake. You have made an error. And it was about this point right here that he knew that he done fucked up. He's like, I gotta, get, I gotta get a get back now. He knocked me down. My pride's hurt. I gotta get a big get back now. But he can't barely fucking stand. He just rocked your world, motherfucker. Look, can barely stand up. Leave motherfuckers alone. Don't be like that. Don't fucking bully people. And uh, it's some relationship goals, man. Have you ever smoked so much crack that you're like, hey, I want to get in a fist fight with my girlfriend. Uh, I never have, but it's pretty damn entertaining. And this chick, like, I'm not for domestic violence, but this chick seems like she's into it. She don't seem to care. And, you know, she got pretty good hands, man. And they're like, ooh, crack good. Like, jab, jab. He's like, nope, miss me. Yeah, you miss me. Ooh, nope, miss me again. Ooh, nope, gonna get you. Gonna get you. Like, come on, bitch. Come on. I'm gonna get you, bitch. Come on. And she like, uh, I'm gonna knock you out, motherfucker. He's like, no, I got you, bitch. Come on. Boom! Knocked his, oh, nope, that ain't it. Oh, no, body shot. Oh, nice hook. Get him. Oh, there you go. Tagged his ass. There you go. That's why you don't do that. Don't fuck with her, especially when she don't crack. She will knock your ass out. Put your fake teeth in and get up off the floor, motherfucker. And this guy, this kind of guy, I cannot goddamn stand. Fuck. I can't stand guys like this, man. This is the epitome of toxic masculinity. I'm tough. I'm going to pick on this old guy because I'm fucking tough. Hey, man, calm the fuck down, bro. You think you're fucking tough because you're picking on an old man? You think you're tough because you're yeah, picking on an old man? Fuck? I'm from here, homie. Fuck, where you from? Hey, 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 I'm hey. from here, bitch ass hey. fool. I'm from here, homie. I am from here. This makes a difference for some reason. What the fuck? Who cares where you're from? Why does that give you any reason to be a goddamn dickhead? Yeah, I'm tough with your old pudgy ass picking an old man because I'm from here. God damn. Come down, bro. What the fuck? You want to take on someone, bro? Come on. Let's go at it. Huh? You think you're fucking tough? You think you're fucking hot shit? I'm from here too, bro. Let's go at it, bro. She ready? Oh. I did, and they're on their way. We need to leave right I'll be back, though. Nah, nah, come the fuck down, bro. You think you're fucking tough, bro? I'm huh? Dead. Now he's getting clowned. I'll be back, though. I'm so fucking tough because I'm from here. Nah, dude, you just fucking cringe, seriously. At least get in shape. At least get in shape before you fucking act like a badass and, you know, pick on old people. Just so cringe. But anyway, there's some crazy-ass shit right here. I don't know what the fuck's going on in this video. These two guys appear to be homosexual. Not that it matters. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's just my uh, observation. And they mad at each other. They, 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 ain't, they ain't happy. So. And so this one, he gonna go to car. He gonna get a baseball bat. Yeah. Nope. Like, nope, don't want any part of that. Come on, and then boom, that good swing, that is vandalism, no, you should not do that, I don't know if he's a jilted lover, oh, and that one's got him a hockey stick or something, he's like, fuck you, I'm gonna hit your car too, motherfucker, that's some bullshit, 
And then, I'll go ahead and fast forward a little bit. And then they get in their cars, and then they just start acting real fucking crazy. I don't know what the hell's going on here. They're like chasing each other around. It's like fucking bumper cars and shit. I don't know what these dudes are doing. Chasing each other around. We'll get you. We'll get you. Smashing each other. You guys need some counseling or something. You guys do not need to be together or whatever's happening in your relationship. And now they just take off and go along their business like nothing happened. People is crazy, man. I fucking stay out of drama. Plus, I don't want my car all whacked up and shit. And here's another great example of why you don't get into fucking fights. Why? Why you want to get into fights, people? Just walk away. You ain't got nothing to prove to nobody, dude. Don't fucking be tough, even if you're kind of in the right. Look at this green guy. He's like, what? What, motherfucker? What? 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 I will beat your ass, motherfucker. What? This guy's just trying to get him to leave the store. Just leave the store, bitches. Just get the fuck out of the store. And he's like, what? I'll go outside and fight you. You want to go outside and fight, motherfucker? I'll go outside. No, don't go out. Just let him go. He's like, I will beat your ass. You ain't beating my ass. Come on outside. He's like, all right, fine. I'll come out. And look, I'm not great at fighting. I'm not the world's greatest fighter. I, I ain't been in a fucking fight in my entire adult life. But even I know, when a guy has his fist up and you walk out to him, you don't fucking stand up straight with your chin goddamn right out in the open and your fucking arms down. What is wrong with you people? At least take a fucking fighting stance. Protect your chin, man. The chin is like a button. You don't even take a fucking hard punch. Just boom, and it slashes your goddamn brain around, knocks your ass out. So this dude, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking, but uh, not very smart. And boom, now he's knocked out, and his head is through the fucking window. So yeah, that's why you don't go outside. You don't fucking fight people. Like, dude, seriously. And if you're going to do it, put your fucking hands up. Do not fucking act like that. And uh, this is not a fight video, but this is one I like to see. This is what happens when you have mace. Like, mace is a pretty fucking good tool in some situations. Here's a guy who comes in, and he wants to ride the place, and this person ain't having it. They, like, pull out their mace immediately. They mace him a little bit, and they get behind the door, and they spray his face, spray him right in the face, and he's got, like, a hammer or something. I'm going to hammer you, and they're like, fuck, no, you ain't. I'm going to lock myself in here after I mace you, and uh uh-oh, mace is taking effect, and he's like, all of a sudden, oh, shit, I'm maced to fucked. I can't see shit. Holy shit, I have made a horrible error. I don't know, and he started to feel around for napkins. Oh, shit, I can't see shit. I am fucked. Napkins, I need something to clear my eyes. This shit's getting painful. What the fuck? And so he opens the door again, looks out. He's like, you can't see? How about this? A little bit more. A little bit more for you. I'm going to grab that hammer a little bit more for you. How about a little bit more mace in your eyes, motherfucker? I'll punch you. I'll punch you at the runs and hides and <laughs> just hammering away. I can't see anything. I'll just hammer blindly. And so this guy's like, fuck you. You can't see? Can you see this? And he's like, nope. Oh, right in the fucking head. He's like, what the fuck is happening? Where's that coming from? He drops his hammer immediately. Stop! Stop! I can't see anything. Stop! But that guy's fucking welling on him, man. I think he's out on his feet at this point. And so that guy comes out. He's like, oh, he's out on his feet. Yep. I'm going to come over here. and Thank you. You did a good job. I guess these guys are rushing or something. He's checking on him. Are you still alive? Yep, he's still alive. And they're like, okay, well, let's well on him a little bit. Let's just fucking well on this motherfucker. You gonna rob me? Oh, hell no, you didn't rob me. I go, hammer fist, hammer fist, beat your ass. Yeah, motherfucker. You gonna come over here and rob me? Fuck you. You got Mason, you got the fuck beat up. So that's what happened to that guy. So that's why you shouldn't rob people, because you never know. I mean, he got kind of got off easy. He could easily get shot. Wouldn't surprise me. And I know what you guys were thinking. You guys were thinking, oh, shit, Dusty. Another fucking fight video. This is another fucking fight video. And I promise you guys. 
this is not a fight video. I know what you think. You think this looks like a fight video. You think this is gonna be a fight video, but I promise you guys, this is not a fight video. Let's have a short look. He putting the guy's clothes on. That's disrespectful. He got his hat on, putting his shirt on. He's trying to pick a fight. What you gonna do about it? I'm putting your shirt on, motherfucker. Bring it. What you got? Get my shirt, motherfucker. Nope. Nope. Boom! Knocked himself out! He knocked himself out on the goddamn tree! Trying to put the motherfucking shirt on! Out cold! Look, don't know where he is! Like, what happened? Where I'm out? Where I'm at? <laughs> he stepped as a fucking board! He like, did you punch me? Nope, nobody punched you. The guy with the sagging shorts and underwear didn't punch you. He got his shirt back though, didn't he? You just knocked your fucking self out, you dumbass. Get up. <laughs> don't know what the fuck happened. But anyway, don't fuck it, motherfucker. That's the kind of shit that happens. And here's a crazy bitch. This is a crazy lying ass bitch. It's a good thing this guy had this on videotape because that proves that this bitch is just fucking lying. But let's listen to her. Please, some guy in a car. And now he's videotaping me. Because this because is unlawful. Ma'am, ma'am, he's running me over. No, I'm not. Ma'am, hurry, please hurry. <laughs> he's running you over. Where Mike at? Yes, please! Hurry, ma'am! Ma'am, I don't know! And he's a lunatic and he's videotaping me! Yes, he's the lunatic. Ma'am, please hurry! Mike! <laughs> you are you're in you're in trouble. You're in trouble. How you're so? going to jail. How so? You are going you're hurting me! How? What's happening in this video, but you can like tell that the woman is on 911. She must be thinking this murder, this woman's being murdered. You know, she's being run over, this fucking lying bitch. So it's a good thing this guy had her on video. So you can show that she's just a lying cunt. Yes. Gotta watch people. Yes. They will definitely lie about you. And let's see. Oh, this is a crazy video. So anyway, this chubby little white security guy. I don't know if he's Mexican or white. I guess his race don't really matter. But anyway, he comes over and he starts picking a fight and using the N-word against these black dudes and one of them whoops the shit out of him. So I'll go ahead and show you that real quick. That's your fucking pussy. Hey, 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 come on. Oh, yeah. Come on, let's go. Come on, boop. Oh, you got pegs. Come on, come on, what are you gonna do? You little fat brown dumpling. Punch him, knock this ass down. Punch him again, knock him, punch him again, knock him down again. You want some more? Bleeding, busting them all the fuck up. Shit. Fucking athlete versus running cop. What's happening? So now his pride's hurt. Now that's what happens when you're when you're a man. I got in a fight and he just beat my ass and I'm bleeding. I gotta get my get back now. I gotta get him too to show that I'm a man. Otherwise I'm a fucking punk. He punked me. I'm his bitch unless I get him too. So now that's this little fat little piggy troll is all pissed off about. You fucking pussy. How's he a pussy? You started the fight and he whooped your ass. You the pussy. Walk away. So then this little piggy man. He couldn't turn around. He couldn't turn around. He couldn't turn around. Now he's going to start shit with other people. 
He's like, you can turn around making fun of him because he got his ass whooped and his pride's all hurt. He's all bleeding. He turn around? No. Stop. Stop. And so now, now this fucking racist, fat, out of shape, loser is going back to his car to get a fucking gun. Fucking white dude. Hey. He's nothing. Hey, no. Now he got a gun. Oh, he pulled Who's a gun this? out. Get the fucking side. Oh, fuck. He pulled a gun, gun out. Get the fucking side. Just the fucking well, Renegade cool? with the gun. Get the fucking side. Now he's no. all tough. Get the fucking side. Get inside. I got a gun. Oh, fucking pussy. Get the fucking side. How are they pussies? You got a gun and got your ass whooped, motherfucker. But his pride's all hurt. He's got to be a big man now. Really? Go ahead. And they're actually giving him great advice here. They're basically telling him, dude, the cops are coming. Just run. Just run. Get out of here, dude. What the fuck's wrong with you? Hey, bro, get the fuck out of here, bro. Just, just roll. Cops are on the way. Dude, it's not, it's not worth it, man. Just go. It's not worth it, man. Just roll. Honestly, just get the fuck out of here. Excellent advice. Just get the fuck out of here, dude. Put the fucking gun away. I understand your pride's hurt, but don't shoot no goddamn body. Just get in your fucking car and take off, you fucking moron. Don't behave like this in the future. Learn your lessons. Stay out of fights. Or at least get in shape and learn how to fight before you get in fights. I mean, don't get in fights, but at least be in shape, you know. Anyway, here's a good video that shows you why you should never fucking attack skateboards. Grab it. And this guy, it's like, go ahead, go ahead, hit me, and boop, slap the piss out of him. I guess it's a, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, it looks like a girl, but slap the piss out of him. But you don't ever fucking fight skateboarders because they're literally riding around with weapons in their hand. Skateboards are weapons, right? So like, what'd you do? You just hit my fucking friend? Are you out of your goddamn mind? And so he punches that guy. Oh, you gonna punch me now? You gonna punch me now? Really? Oh, you gonna punch me now? He punches both of them. They're like, all right, fuck you. And then, boom! Like a fucking WF jet. Laid his ass out. So, yeah, don't fucking fuck with skateboarders because they will hit you with their skateboard. I've seen that shit a lot of fucking times. And then they will skateboard away. And that will be the end of you. Smashed his brains up. Let's take another look at that. Boom! Right on the head. Out like a light. Yeah, that's why you don't randomly fucking punch people, you goddamn douchebag. A little bit, a little bit got what he deserved. And uh, this video is actually kind of happy. I kind of like this one. This is uh, th this guy's response is pretty fucking amazing. So uh, he got his bike stolen, and so he saw his bike outside of the store, and he's like coming in and confronting the guy he thinks stole his bike. And like, here's what happened. Find that bike out there? Yeah. Where'd you get it? Stolen from my house. Daddy stole from my house two weeks ago. I'm calling the police right now, brother. Calling the police right now. You want to give it back? You want me to call the police? Which one? I paid ten bucks for it. Well, who'd you pay ten bucks for? I'm calling the police. Let's move out of here so we don't bother the store people. I'm calling the police. Pick, pick or choose. Take the fucking bike, dude. I paid ten bucks. You're damn right. I'm taking it. You gotta watch out for your friends, man, because you're gonna get you in trouble. I literally paid ten bucks just to get back and forth to work. I don't. So yeah, the guy basically says, I need it because I'm gonna work. Can I take down your numbers, then? I don't want to.
cars you don't have to get to work with. My bike got stolen. Or even my second time it's got stolen. So this guy's cool as fuck, basically. This guy's cool. He's like, oh, you got to go to work? Okay, well, that's my bike and it was stolen, but I don't want you to miss work so we can work something out. Maybe you could borrow the bike. I mean, that's fucking cool as shit. Like, his complete attitude change is like what I want to be like. Like, this guy's kind of a the hero type to me. Most of my bike is built in, have witnesses, have a serial number at home. So I'm willing to take down your number, Bob, so you can get to work, but I need my bike back. I need my bike back. So I don't want to take it right now if you really are using it for work, but I was like, I'm not going to take it now, but I want your number so I can get it eventually when we can arrange a bike for you. Since I know it's for work, I will, I'm willing to let you continue to borrow it. What an awesome dude. Touch, and then we'll, we'll find you a bike. Cause I have a bike at home I'm working on, so once I get that one going, then I'll be fine to let you have it. But I just so if you have a number, yeah. and, and we'll exchange numbers right now, and, I'll, and I'm fine, dude. I didn't mean to come in yelling at you, but it's, you know, so so I'm, a, you know what I'm saying. What a terrific right now, human I, being. I, since it was stolen, I grabbed a hard rock frame, and I'm trying to build that up. It just ain't done. So just I appreciate man's my man. Look, come shake his hand and be nice to the guy, man. Love this dude. So my number is uh, so exchanges, dude, and you know helps the guy with the bike. Love happy endings and cool people. Apologizing to the guy. Like his little ponytail back there. He's probably a little hippie dude, probably smokes a lot of weed and shit. You know. Peace and love, y'all. So I like that dude. Wish I could have that temperament. And uh, did you guys know that sumo, sumo, is that even, sumo, sumo wrestling doesn't actually have weight classes? Anybody could just compete against anybody. And uh, so look at this. This little kid going up against this not-so-little kid. That, that doesn't look exactly fair, does it? But eh, we'll see what the little guy's got. Little guy might be tenacious. Oh, he's got him by the belt. The big guy's like, I'm just going to sling your ass around. You don't even have a shot. And the little guy's like, nope, I'm going to hang the fuck on. I'm hanging on. I got you. He's like, I'm going to pick you up and throw you out the ring. I'm much bigger. Nope. Little guy got him. Oh, no, no. He's like, oh, twist, twist. The big guy's like, oh, shit. He got me going. He got me going. But nope, I'm back in control again. I just got to grab this little motherfucker. Got me and throw him out. Oh, I'm so much bigger. Why is this not easier? He a wiry little fuck. Grab his diaper. Pick him up. I'm going to powerbomb him. Nope, he got your leg. I can't pick him up because he got my leg. He tenacious. What is with this little guy? What is he fucking eating for breakfast? Oh, I almost got him. No, little kid wins. The little one wins. The little one wins. Yay. Hells yeah. Never give up. Love to see that shit. You go, little kid. You little badass. Here's to you. And uh, this is funny. This is kind of how a lot of the white trash people around here are. Uh... They've kind of adopted the gangster mentality, which is kind of strange to watch them behave this way. So pretty hilarious and also pretty cringy at the same time to watch people act like this. Get the fuck out, you! Oh, 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 oh,
Spike in my booty. Bitch, I don't play that shit. I will kill out here. Anybody play with me, I will kill you out here. I was killing out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Record that. Boy, I will really kill you out here. Stuck his head in my booty. Record that. I mean, dude, come on. I hate to tell somebody to act white, but I don't know what you think you're being, but it comes off as completely fake and pretend and you're like you weigh what like a buck oh five you ain't killing shit dude unless you brought a gun in there or some knives and shit you ain't killing nobody quit acting tough dude i think you might have enjoyed having a finger in his booty a little bit that's all i'm saying but what a strange little twerp that's how so many of the people act around here though i mean not i guess that that's not very fair to say a lot of people around here are really fucking cool but a few of them act like that and it's just cringe as fuck oh, this guy so apparently what's happened here, this large, this very, very large man has come and found this guy in this convenience store. And apparently this man has gone and harassed a, a female friend of his and yelled at her in front of her kids. And so this man is confronting him in a store. And the way he does it is really funny and kind of just very, very calm, but also pretty violent at the same time. Let's watch. You know the guy's stinky leg the guy's like yeah i yelled at her and this guy's like wado and just punches him and he gets all stinky leg wado i like that that's what I say all the time. Why though? Why though? Why though, bro? Why, bro? You don't do that, bro. Don't do that. 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 Don't that. And last up, we're going to finish the video series with this strange video. Um, so this old guy is sitting in a casino at a table. And this other guy comes up, this younger guy comes up, starts harassing him. I don't really know what's going on or why. But this guy, not very happy. And I can only assume he must be in the Yakuza, I guess. I don't know. Let's let's. I don't know what they're saying. They're like, you a bitch. No, you a bitch. No, you a bitch. Motherfucker, I will kill you. I don't know who you're fucking with. I don't care who I'm fucking with. I'm fucking with a bitch. That's what I'm fucking with. Oh, oh you ain't fucking with a bitch. I, I, I will cut you to pieces. I have friends. And then she rips his shirt off to show his tattoos. And he's like, motherfucker. And he, he rips his shirt off and he grabs the guy by the throat. I don't know if this old guy's been watching too many fucking movies and he thinks that he can be Hulk Hogan and just grab somebody by the throat and manhandle him. But it doesn't go very well. Oh, to be honest with you. Crap's got my throat. Motherfucker. And the guy's like, uh, nope, old man. I would just beat you down. And yep, he beats him down. Punches him in the head. The Yakuza buddies ain't around here now. Where the fuck's your Yakuza buddies? And now, this guy had been watching too much WWF, and he's like, I'm Shawn Michaels. I'm going to try some sweet chin music. Like, this guy stumbled around. He's like, wait till he gets up. And then, sweet chin music. And hits him in the chest instead. A little punch in the face. And like, dude. 
Get away! And I hope for his sake that this guy's not actually in the Yakuza, because uh, he dead. This guy gonna have you fed to the fishes. You in trouble, motherfucker. You done super kicked the wrong motherfucker, I think, probably. But I don't know. This guy need to put a shirt on, learn how to fight or something. Don't act tough. Okay. That's all of that one. And that concludes the video portion of tonight's podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Always crazy people in the world. You can always learn a lot from other people's behavior and learn from their mistakes. And learn not, how not to act. That's the most important lesson from all this is how fucking not to act. So let me stop right quick and read the Super Chats. Super Chats, the lifeblood of this program. Dala from Travis Miller. Thank you, Travis Miller. Andreas from uh, the Netherlands or whatever. Cat or dog person? I don't know. That's too hard. I have uh, 10 cats, and now we have eight dogs. If that little dog picked up today, I don't know if we're going to keep him or not. We're going to try to find uh, his owner. I'm going to put posters up on the uh, telephone poster on my house to see if somebody's looking for him because he was all oh, really, really clean. He's such a friendly little dog. Somebody's surely missing him, but I don't know. I hadn't heard anybody looking for him yet, so I don't know. Like, cats are easier, but dogs have more personality, so it's kind of a toss-up. Hard to say. Thank you for the question, though. I really appreciate that. Uh, Stuart Robertson, $5, it's five pounds, says, I have been watching your podcast for the last week. Love how much you have grown on the subject of animals. Thoughts on keeping reptiles? Oh, reptiles are cool. I don't really have any because they take up a lot of room. You have to have aquariums and terrariums and shit like that. So I don't really have any, but they're, they're, they're cool. Like I like the pictures on Reddit they show, and they can be really cute, some of them. So I dig them. Wayne G, five pounds, says, thank you for fighting anti-HW nonsense. It's winning over reasonable people. Please give a shout-out to my sister, D and Seobun. I guess that's the name. So what's up, D and Seobun? I hope I pronounced your name right. And if I didn't, then uh, give me more money, and I'll try again. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, another $100 from the Netherlands or wherever that's from. Uh, butt-fucking was the reason why Rome fell? Yeah, too much butt-fucking. It really matters where you put your penis. Whole empires will collapse if you put it inside a booty hole. True story. I learned it was the loss of power and the Germanic tribes. I guess I was wrong. Yeah, man, history didn't teach you the truth. It's butt fucking. You know, do not put things in your booty hole. The entire Western civilization will collapse if you do. So that's how the super chat now. Please send more super chats. Every question answered. No question dodged. And let's continue on with the show, shall we? So, I don't know if you guys have seen this one. I think this girl's name is Sophia or something. I don't know what her name is, but this is like if Sargon was a child. This is what Sargon would be like if he was a little kid. Just You can just see the thought process behind this. Zoo, I'm just going to be edgy. Have I triggered you? <laughs> Look at a piece of shit I'm being. Have I triggered you? Yeah, you do trigger. Keep crying about how scared you are that we're being weaponized for the upcoming crusades. What are you gonna do? Tell me to watch ContraPoints? Kill yourself, faggot. Keep crying about how scared you are that- <laughs> She's using- She's using slurs against gay people. <laughs> she's dissing ContraPoints. Apparently this little kid, I guess her brother is kind of controlling her and telling her what to say. And she's like alt-right adjacent or white nationalist adjacent. And she's way, way more popular than me, apparently. And this is the kind of stuff that she puts out. You know, and that's all they want to do is upset people. Are you upset? We're now using children to upset you. Are you upset? <laughs> it's just so cringe. No, we're not upset. We're eye rolling you. If that's a win to you, the fact that we're like eye rolling about how stupid and cringe you are, if that's a win to you, yeah, big win there. But you guys are just pathetic, you know, pathetic and transparent. We see right through you. We know this is a money grab and we it works. Like, that's the sad thing. 
the, the audience these guys are trying to attract are these really, really low wattage people, these dim bulbs, the idiots of the world, and it works. They make tons of money by doing this because they really think they're upsetting somebody, but instead we're just like kind of laugh at them and smirk and use them for examples on what people you shouldn't be. So keep it up, you know, keep being examples for other people on how they should not behave because uh, you're doing the Lord's work in my opinion. And uh, I think this is probably Tim Pool. Yeah, Tim Pool or Dim Tool, as I like to call him. Fake liberal, always, always, always going to bat for conservatives and shitting on liberals every chance he gets. That's what a liberal he is. And so he's like, how the fuck are there liberals going but my private platform, but also telling private businesses they must serve certain people? Why should online platforms be exempt from civil rights laws? Okay, well, this is very simple to explain. Yeah, I think you probably already know the answer to this, but you're pretending you don't know because you're trying to pander to your right-wing fan base that you have uh, attracted and who's paying you. But the thing is, is liberals who believe that private businesses should serve people are reasonable. You know, we're reasonable. We don't believe that everybody should be served in every case, no matter what. Like if you went into a restaurant naked, we wouldn't say, mm, you have to serve that person. No, there are, there are reasonable guidelines, the reasonable things that we put down, and we don't think you should serve people under those conditions. Like if you went and wanted a baker to put a picture of a nude child on a cake. No, that's completely fucking reasonable not to do. But if it's like a gay person, you know, a gay person who was born gay, who did not choose to be gay, they are tax-paying citizens. They paid for the police that protect your business and the military that protects your business and the roads that lead people to your business and the public education that helped uh, educate your employees and the judicial system that helps your business run. All of that stuff they help pay for. And so as taxpayer members of society, you have to treat them equally, just like you would treat everybody else. And you can't discriminate against them just because you don't like the fact that they're gay. That's completely reasonable, right? That's reasonable. If they're trans, you have to treat them, you know, with basic dignity and let them be your customer. It's just, and if they're black, same thing, right? Reasonable, totally reasonable. But there are occasions where it's not reasonable. Like for say, you're lying about murdered children and you're getting sued for millions of dollars and that lawsuit might draw in social media companies. In that case, Completely fucking reasonable to say, hey, they're under no obligation to platform you whatsoever. Or say that you're spreading Nazi propaganda and demonizing uh, immigrants and brown people and doing things that is directly causing violence towards them. It's reasonable to say, no, we don't have to platform you for that. Go fuck yourself. So very easy to understand. The answer is because liberals are reasonable and you are not dim tool. We see right fucking through the, the grift you're doing. I don't know who you're fooling with this grift. I don't know if anybody still thinks you're actually a liberal. I, I, I mean, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they're all conservatives, though. You know, it kind of The reason they do this, everybody's like, why would they do this? Why do they pretend to be liberals? And why don't they just admit that they're conservatives? Because it gives them street cred. It's like, he's saying all this stuff about Donald Trump being right, and he's not even a Trump supporter. See? It's not like he's a Trump shill. He's actually a liberal, but he agrees with Trump on all this. That's how right Trump is. That's how crazy the liberals are that other liberals are actually calling them out. That's how us conservatives know we're right when other liberals are calling it out. But no, we see right through it. It's just him trying to grift you guys and pull the wool over your eyes by making him seem like he's actually a liberal who is not partisan in any way. But he's just exactly like every other partisan hack, just like Dave Rubin. Only the dimmest of bulbs would not be able to see fucking through this. It's just so frustrating that still fools people. And uh, and I also want to say, like, I, I, I've kind of come around to understanding why people like uh, 
what's the guy's name? Fuck Steve Shives. I almost blanked on Steve Shives' name. I, I'm, I kind of understand in a way why he blocks so many people. And the reason I understand this is because I get banned so often. I get banned because people come to my social media accounts and they false flag everything I do. And a big part of the reason they do that is because I don't ban anybody. I, I have zero people banned or muted on any of my social media accounts. And that attracts a lot of trolls, a lot of people that know that I won't ban them. So they're like, oh, well, that's prime target, Dusty. I can say whatever I want to him. He'll never ban me. But by never banning all your enemies and stuff, it leaves a lot of people to get offended by what you say and a lot of people who will false flag. And so I get way, way, way more people that false flag everything I say than say somebody like uh, Steve Shives would because he's already blocked them all. And so they don't really see a lot of the trolls don't see what he actually puts out there. So they don't, you know, false flag him as much as me and he doesn't get banned like I do. So from that perspective, I kind of understand the benefit of not giving these guys, you know, your platform to talk on uh, and give them an opportunity to false flag you and shit. Just get nipped in the bud right off the bat. So I get it from that perspective and it is frustrating to get continuously banned from everything. Um, it's shitty, but at the same time, like I, I think that you guys who ban everybody are really missing out on a very, very powerful form of data in my opinion, I honestly think listening to all my haters, and I read everything they say, I read every comment haters leave to me, like I, I drink that shit in because it helps me. It really helps me understand the mindset of the people I oppose. It, under, it helps me understand why they think the way they think and, to, and how to counter their arguments. And it also helps me understand their perception of me and the perception that other people are spreading about me. I find the vast majority of people that hate me don't even watch my videos. They don't really know what my opinions are. They're just, they've just been told to hate me. They've been told what I think by other people. And so they compare that stuff back to me so I can kind of see where a lot of these people are coming from and where they're getting their information from. And it really helps me to combat them. So, like, that's just my opinion. Like, I think that you guys are limiting a very, very valuable uh, source of data that could help you in combating these people. And, you know, that's just me. I know I'm, the min I'm in the minority on that, I guess, because everybody seems to love to block and ban people. But... That's my feeling on it. You guys do what you want to do, but I uh, I think it's valuable. I drink that shit in. And, uh, oh, Diamond Silk. Step and Fetch It. No, Step and Fetch It is. Step and Fetch It was a uh, very famous actor, one of the most famous black actors back in the, uh, I guess, 30s and 40s or whatever. And he's famously known for playing black characters that made fun of black people. And so he was, he's been known for, uh, I guess, hundred years almost now as almost like a I won't say it Uncle Tom because that people say that's racist to say that but you know what I mean somebody who makes black people look bad on purpose in order to make money and uh, that's kind of what uh these two diamond and silk are like and they're just so sad but anyway they're on Fox News and they said that apparently during the uh what's this guy's name Barr who is uh, the uh he was at the Senate Judiciary hearing yesterday or I guess it was Wednesday Anyway, Barr's the attorney general, and he's the one that Trump picked to be his, uh, basically his boy. He's supposed to be defending the United States, and he's supposed to be representing the United States, but he's not. He basically is just in the pocket of Donald Trump, and he's there to be a crony of Donald Trump and do whatever Donald Trump wants to do. But anyway, during one of his hearings, one of the, uh, I guess, people that was questioning him pulled out a bucket of fried chicken and was eating the bucket of fried chicken, which I think is kind of immature, but basically he was doing it calling Barr a chicken. Barr is a white dude, by the way. Uh, Maybe he's Jewish. I don't know. Like, I can't tell the difference between Jews and whites. So, to me, they're the same. But anyway, so <laughs> Diamond and Silk are on Fox News saying that he was being uh, racially insensitive by eating a bucket of chicken. Like, how the fuck is that not racist on their part? When you see a bucket of chicken and the first thing you think is he's being racially insensitive towards black people, that's you being racially, racially insensitive. That's not him being racially insensitive. That's fucking you. What? The, white people aren't allowed to eat fried chicken anymore? Really? 
Is that the new bar here? It's racist to eat fried chicken. This from the party that continuously says, liberals are calling everybody racist for stupid bullshit. Now you're insinuating people are racist for eating fried chicken. Really? So fucking stupid, man. This is the, the links that you guys will sink to on Fox News to try to make liberals look bad. So ridiculous. And you guys know who Roosh is? Roosh is this Christian conservative. I guess he was a pickup artist or something. Oh, God, this guy. Oh, he's just a... Uh, He's in a class by himself. Pickup artistry in the first place is so cringe to begin with. Someday I'll do a video about it go over the best of pickup artistry. It's really, really sad. But anyway, he uh, put out a quote, a uh, tweet that said, When a female gets a tattoo, she is giving a permanent oath of fealty to the oligarchs and their hired managers. Her mind is controlled by their satanic inversions, her body destined to be used and abused in exchange for pleasure and power. Her tattoo is the mark of the beast. Such galaxy brain. So fucking galaxy brain, isn't it? And look, I don't think Roosh actually believes this. I think he's just like all these other anti-HAW conservatives. Like Sargon, his basic goal is to upset people. You know, whatever he has to say to upset people, no matter how ridiculous it is. And all he has to say is, I'm just joking, man. It's just jokes. I'm trying to... Like, that's their entire goal, right? That's the, They're just useless human beings. They offer nothing to society. But anyway, you might be wondering, when he says uh, they giving a permanent oath and fealty to the oligarchs, who is he talking about when he says oligarchs? Well, luckily, we don't even have to guess because he made a video. She is in the... Explaining exactly who he is talking about when he says the oligarchs in his tweet. Who might that be, Roosh? What I'm saying with that tweet is that a woman who has a tattoo is a slave of the Jew. Not subtle. She is in their perceptual matrix. She is controlled by them. This physical mutilation is a sign that she, her mind and body is controlled by them. It's the Jews. Now it's time to drink coconut water. This racism has been brought to you by Coconut Water. He takes a deep, long pause like he just said something really fucking intelligent. It's the Jews. The Jews. If you get a tattoo, you're worshiping the Jews. The Jews work everything and they want the women to be tattooed up because of the Jews. And it's satanic because Jews are satanic. Yep. Definitely not anti-Semitic whatsoever. And I'm wondering where are people like uh, fucking... Ben Shapiro, who loves to call people anti-Semitic. Where's Ben Shapiro to call this guy out? Like, Roosh is incredibly fucking popular. Why don't you guys call it your own side? When they're obviously being just like dead-on, straight-out anti-Semitic. Where's the outrage? Where's the outrage? Nope. Nowhere to be found. Because you guys are tribalistic and it's your own fucking side. And you don't very, very, very rarely ever call out your own side. You guys know who Tommy Robertson is? Tommy Robertson is like this right-wing dipshit. Um... He was on Dave Rubin. I posted a video last week. I didn't actually play it, but I uh, talked about it. And in one of the clips in the video, they show how Tommy Robinson actually says things publicly. And then he went on Dave Rubin and he whitewashed his image. And he pretends like, oh, I never say things that are against Muslims or that is out of line. I'm just being misrepresented in the press and demonized. But he actually is on record saying that he thinks all Muslims should be banned from the country, shit like that. So anyway, he got in a little kerfuffle. And I'll show you guys what happened. Apparently, uh, two days in a row. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. So two days in a row, somebody threw a milkshake at him, right? And so that's the latest thing. I guess milkshaking this motherfucker is uh, part of the new meme that's going around. But anyway, so here, here's him and his 
crew, I guess, and they're walking through the street, and this guy's just fucking standing here, and this is what they do. They go up, and they start fights with people, and then they pretend like it's the left who started fights for them, and then they're just defending themselves because the left is so violent and shit, but they actually are often the ones who start the shit, and you can see it right here. They, they, they start the fight. See that? The guy's just standing there. He's just standing there, and this guy walks up, and boom, shutter checks him, knocks him over. And then he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And then they start throwing, and this guy comes up behind him and grabs him like they did something. And then here comes Tommy Robinson in. And they're coming, throwing punches and fighting the guy. And they actually knock this guy down. Look, you can't really see this off camera, but boom, somebody walks up, punches him. Now he's flat on his back. They just walk up and they fucking assault this guy, right? They started this shit, and then no doubt they went public and said, the left started it. We were just defending ourselves. But that's what they always fucking do. They're a violent fucking group. Transparent. You guys are transparent. We know what you're doing. And uh, Tucker Carlson has blamed the rise of white supremacy on uh, The View. Tucker fucking Carlson, the guy who's gone out there and said that immigrants make the country dirty, uh, a guy that repeatedly spreads white supremacist propaganda, is blaming The Fucking View for the rise of nationalism and white supremacy. Like, these guys will fucking literally say anything, right? They have absolutely no shame and I love how he always looks like he's fucking about to take a dump. He's constipated and surprised what's coming out of his ass. You should be surprised the shit that's coming out of your mouth, though. That's what you really should be surprised about. And, uh, oh, Joe Biden. Like, if it comes down to it, if it comes down to Trump and Joe Biden, obviously we got to pick Joe Biden. But I cannot, I, I cannot imagine a more uninspired Democratic candidate than Joe Biden. And I, it's really sad that he's leading the polls right now because – He's just such a horrible fucking candidate. I hope, hope, hope Bernie or Yang or Tulsi or any of those motherfuckers take him over because he's such a horrible candidate. I, even, I, hate, I hate to talk shit about him because talking shit about him only helps Trump if it comes down to them two being in the finals together. But anyway, he's on public saying that he likes Dick Cheney and he gets along with Dick Cheney and think Dick Cheney's a great guy. Like, sure you do. One of the most evil Darth Vader-like motherfuckers in the history of the planet, somebody who supported torture somebody who led us to war in the in iraq and we spent what three or four trillion dollars we could have ended homelessness could have ended world hunger could have given everybody in the united states health care could have saved uncounted number of american lives with that money but instead we use it to torture and murder brown people but you know joe biden oh he's a nice guy good dude like him well, fuck you joe right what a pathetic piece of shit candidate can't believe this groper is it's the fucking lead. Very, very, very depressing. And, uh... Oh, this is a view. Let me just watch it. I can't remember what they said on this clip. Oh, I know what this is. Oh, God. So this is uh, Terrence Howard. You guys know who this guy is? He's an actor. He's pretty popular. He's actually a really good actor. Yeah, I, I like his work. But this dude is fucking crazy as shit. Just listening to him makes me feel like I'm trapped on goddamn Shutter Island. That's how nuts this motherfucker is. And apparently, he believes he is a super genius who has figured out that math is wrong and that one times one actually equals two. I'm not making this up. Okay. Now, a couple years ago, I did an article for the Rolling Stones, and they said I was crazy because I was telling them that the square root of two was a rational number. This is the proof yeah. that the square root of two is a rational number. Well, it's you the, went to Oxford yeah. to present, to right? To talk about this. Yes. <laughs> and when I was at Oxford, now this is the point where four bubbles meet equally and oppositely. Can I touch it? Yes, and it's where twelve planes mm -hmm. meet. This is an undiscovered geometry, 
that I'm now making known to the world here on this show. Isn't that just such an idiot. This guy's so fucking cringe. Thinks he's really a genius. He literally went to Oxford and gave his speech about how one times one equals two. And uh, show it to you. People just looking yeah. at him like he's fucking two nuts as shit. Yeah. Some of the vetting for these things. Stop panicking, thinking your life is over. You've done this trillions of times. You'll get good at it and we'll be perfect one time. Some of past lives. Conscious, but we have to. You've had so many get past lives. Conscious, because I can either say I'm the smartest man in the world that I figured out what nobody else in the world could figure out, with Aristotle, with with Plato, Pythagoras, all of them tried to figure this out. But I know I am not smarter than these men. Nope, you're not. Definitely. So I know that there's something to the consciousness of carrying things through, because the information and the knowledge that I have, I didn't, I didn't go to school. I had a 1.6 grade point average graduating from high school Shocker. because I had other things to do. But this information kind of educated me along the way because I was born into it. And now I have the pieces to follow it and hopefully... He's a super genius that knows he's right because of his past fucking lives. And like, here's literally the paper he put out about it. Let's take a look very briefly at this genius fucking paper he put out proving that one times one equals two. There we go. Let's, let's take a look. First and foremost, let us, let us ask the most obvious question. Is this a finished equation, yes or no? The answer is no. Let us start our forensic audit there. It is an incomplete equation. Why? Because it's not even on both sides. Yes, nature desires action, but demands equilibrium. Therefore, in order for an equation to be finished complete, both sides of the equation must be equally balanced. Yet, in the case of 1 times 1 equals 1, we have an unfinished equation because we have two 1s on one side of the equation and one 1 on the other side of the equation. So that proves that 1 times 1 equals 2 to this guy. Like... Galaxy brain as fuck, dude. What are you thinking? You are not smarter than the greatest mathematicians in the world. You don't have anything figured out. No past lives gave you this information. You're just a fucking idiot. And I, I like whatever drugs this motherfucker's on because he's taking the good, good shit. Pass that shit, Terrence. Quickly. And this one from Nicholas Molodioko, I guess. I don't know how you pronounce that. Um, another... Bad part about Joe Biden, and this is a scandal that could potentially bite him in the ass. Apparently, uh, his son was working for one of the Ukrainian oligarchs, and the uh, Ukrainian government was looking into this oligarch. And so Joe Biden threatened, he like, he's gone public bragging about how he threatened the Ukrainian government if they didn't stop investigating this oligarch that his son worked for. So... Uh, at the heart of the matter is Biden's role in threatening Ukraine if they didn't immediately fire their top prosecutor, General Viktor Shokin, who was leading a wide-ranging corruption investigation into natural gas firm Burishima Holdings, which Biden's son Hunter sat on the board of directors for. In his own words, with video camera rolling, Biden described how he threatened Ukrainian President Petro, or whatever his name is, in March 2016 that the Obama administration would pull $1 billion in U.S. loan guarantees, sending the former Soviet Republic towards insolvency if it didn't immediately fire the prosecutor, General Viktor Shokin. So basically, if you don't fire this guy who's looking into my son's company, we're not going to give you a billion in loans. And he's bragging about it, you know. What a fucking piece of shit. He's just exactly the same as all these other corrupt politicians. Do whatever he has to do to protect his family, protect his son, and who will use his position of power in order to threaten and bully people to do it. You know, just horrible candidate. 
I can't believe I'm going to have to choose him over goddamn Trump, man. It's just the choices we have are so depressing. And uh, this is from Elizabeth Picciotto. Anyway, Newt Gringer is out there saying that taking down Confederate statues moves us towards a totalitarian state. Really? Fucking taking down Confederate statues is making us a totalitarian. How? How is it making us a totalitarian? It's so stupid. Like most people don't realize that many, if not most, of the Confederate statues were put were put up by the daughters of the Confederacy during uh, the time where civil rights movement was in full swing. And they did this, they did this to uh, demoralize black people. They're like, yeah, you go out there and you try to have your civil rights, and we're going to put up these monuments to slave owners, the people that fought for slavery all over the country, to show you that you don't really have any fucking power in this country. No matter if you have rights or not, we still celebrate our heritage. We still celebrate the people that were trying to enslave you motherfuckers. <coughs> Excuse me. And removing these fucking statues has nothing to do with a totalitarian state. Are we really, I've said this before, are we really going to have these same exact monuments up to these motherfuckers a thousand years from now? Are we still going to be remembering and celebrating the motherfuckers who were the traitors against our country, who fought against our country in support of slavery? Or should we, like any modern society, continuously change our monuments to be, you know, new and reflect the changing uh, temperament of our society? Like, in a thousand years from now, I would hope most of our monuments would be to modern people, like modern scientists and teachers and heroes in a thousand years. Just like our monuments now should have been updated to be our modern heroes, you know, people that we actually respect and look up to nowadays, like scientists and teachers and people who invented things and maybe even politicians who did good things. But to continuously, a hundred years after it fucking happened, to keep celebrating these fucking traitors. What is the fucking point in this? And of course, we know the point of this. It's, it's just to, so we never forget the racism. We never let these people forget what happened. We, uh, we, we continue to romanticize the Civil War and the bullshit that happened and pretend that it wasn't about slavery when you, all you have to do, go read why Mississippi said they seceded from the Union. They literally gave like 15 different reasons and 10 of them were about slavery, including the very first one that says our main reason is fucking slavery. So to pretend like this is not just some kind of racist holdover from the past, it's ridiculous and has nothing to do with leading us to a totalitarian state. We don't have to continuously memorialize these assholes. We can't upgrade our society. We can't evolve. And people like Newt Gingrich just want to hold us back. You know, conservatives got to conserve. They got to keep us back. Got to keep us from progressing. That's the whole fucking point. They don't want to see our society evolve. And it's good to see that uh, Jordan Peterson's policies are finally being enacted somewhere. Not in America, but like in a third world country. UAT's professor proposed website would target professors teaching women in ethnic studies. Remember how he has such a problem with the social scientists? Oh my God, the social science. They're brainwashing the, ch the children. And he was like threatening to make a website that outs the social scientists and so people can go bug them and troll them and harass them because Jordan Peterson doesn't agree with what they say. Total free speech warrior. Well, turns out in Hungary, they're actually doing this. Hungarian prime minister, Victor Orban bans gender studies program. So there he did it. He did it. Jordan, are you happy? Foreign countries are actually living up to your dream. Banning shit. And Bolsonaro today announced on Twitter the end of public funding for departments of philosophy and sociology. Yep. They're getting rid of it just like you wanted them to. These people who are afraid of transgender people and gay people and us, you know, examining our society and figuring out why our society is the way it is, how it evolved to be the way it is, and how we should uh, construct our society to be better and more fair for all of us. Fuck that, right? We don't have to actually look into that. Just let nature take its course. It's the naturalistic fallacy. You know, just let it be organic. Don't worry about it. Don't look into it. Don't think about it. It's evil to think about it. 
But nope, it's not evil. And if you guys actually look into the social scientists, I mean, some some of the stuff they say I don't agree with. But a lot of it actually fucking makes a lot of sense if you would just go, like, watch it. Like, people have a, a huge problem with uh, intersexual feminism. Intersexual feminism. They believe that's, oh, my God. Like, if you watch, uh, what was it, the MythCon, which is the largest atheist skeptic convention in the world right now, shoe on head, she's, she's, she's stood in line for, like, I don't know, 30 minutes or something so she could ask her question. And she finally got to the front of the line after staying there for, for so long. And what was the very, very important question that she stood in line so long to ask about uh, during the number one skeptic convention in the world? She asked, uh, do you guys think that inter intersectional feminism is a religion? Isn't that a great question? No, motherfucker. It, she obviously has no idea what intersectional feminism is. Most of the people that are against feminism watch anti-HW YouTube videos, or they don't really understand what these concepts are, and they've just been... Uh, propagandized against them to believe this shit's evil, but intersexual feminism is common sense. It's common sense if you understand what it is. And I'll explain it to you. It's real simple. Uh, do you admit that black people tend to be oppressed in our society more than white people? Obviously, they do. Now, you could say it's not much. It may be slightly less, but you have to admit it is somewhat. I mean, there's tons of studies that show this is true. There are studies that show that people with black-sounding names have to send out 50% more resumes to get the same number of job callbacks. There's uh, information that black people are discriminated against and things like, uh, what is that uh, bed and breakfast place uh, that lets you do it a lot? I can't think of what the name of it is. But lots of fucking evidence all over the place. They have 10 times less wealth than white people on average because of that they have inherited much less wealth. There are example after example after example of how black people are more ostracize and oppress in our society. It seems like nobody could argue, at least to some degree, black people are more oppressed, right? So, would you say that gay people are more oppressed than straight people in our society? Even if it's slightly. Do you think that gay people are made fun of more than straight people? Of course they are. People use homosexual slurs all the time to make fun of people, to put people down. Very, very rarely use straight slurs to put people down. People uh, make fun of gay people for being gay. Very, very rarely make fun of straight people for being straight. I mean, homosexuals obviously are more oppressed than white people, right? Um, so, and do you think, just say, all right, let's take one more example. Uh, how about uh, poor people? Do you think poor people have it worse than rich people? Rich white people, a poor, a poor white person, a poor person of any race, has a tougher life than a poor rich person. I mean, a, a rich person, right? Obviously, that do. Obviously, poor people have a harder life. They're oppressed more than rich people are. So, if you admit that black people are somewhat oppressed more, and that gay people are somewhat oppressed more, and that poor people are somewhat oppressed more, then you can take these three things and combine them. Imagine if somebody was both black, and both poor, and both gay. A gay, black, poor person. They would be experiencing the oppression from all three of those things at the same time. And so, a gay, poor, black person would be oppressed more than a rich, white, gay person, you know? So the different levels of oppression compound depending on how many of these things that you are a part of. This seems obvious, right? This is, I don't see how anybody could even argue against this. And this is the basics of all intersexual feminism is talking about. It's talking about the more different levels of oppression that you have, the more you'll be oppressed, which it seems very, very obvious. It has nothing to do with religion. It's observable. Anybody can fucking observe this for themselves. Once you understand it, it's, it's completely, you know, obvious, real life, but... Most of these people don't have any idea what the fuck they're talking about. They haven't bothered to educate themselves on any of these issues, and so they just have a fear of it. 
they fear anything that's new and different to them, and they don't bother to look it up or educate themselves on it. So they continue to spread this hatred and fear to others, and that's what you see time and time again with the anti-Asian Data community and people like Jordan Peterson. And uh, this is from uh, this is actually from Dr. Thought York. I don't know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> date. Have you ever heard of Jordan Peterson? And this is what they feel like. I'm going to go now, and then gone. Bram is gone in his own thoughts. He's in a crow somewhere flying over the White Walkers. Definitely don't want to stick around and listen to any fucking Jordan Peterson bullshit. Hell to been all about all of that. And uh, love me some Game of Thrones. My, still my favorite show on TV. Everybody has a huge problem with this last episode, but I actually watched it twice. And the first time I didn't enjoy it as much as the second time, but I actually thought they did a much better job uh, than, than people are saying that they did. They built up in a possible situation. I don't want to get, I guess if you guys haven't seen that, I don't want to spoil it or shit, but really good show. We're going to talk about it a little bit more in a second here when we talk about uh, Arya Stark. But first of all, we're going to talk about uh, how some Jewish rabbis are incredibly fucking racist. Let me just take a break here and read the Super Chats, I guess, right quick. I'll come back to this. Super Chats, Super Chats. Need more Super Chats, please. Any question answered. Okay, uh... Pirates of Darkwater sent me a dollar, and then sent me another dollar. Thank you, Pirates of Darkwater. Chris Barnahill says, great show, Dusty. Please give a shout-out. Oh, I already did that one. Oh, no, I didn't. Please give a shout-out to my girlfriend, Lauren. She had a rough day at work. I'm sorry to hear that, Lauren. I hope you have a great day, and I hope tomorrow goes better for you. Um, just just knows it does get easier. It just gets easier. Hopefully, you'll have some weed or something, and you can calm down. Maybe your uh, boyfriend will eat you out or something, help relax you. Eat her out, dude. Help a girl out. Beast Nation 2009 gave me $5, and he said, That moment when Luscious Howard bleed together. Uh, what? Oh, I guess you're talking about Terrence Howard? Oh, yeah. I guess I was talking about Anyway, yep. So cringy. Can't believe Terrence Howard. What a fucking idiot. Evil Sean, $10. Just wanted to say thanks. I've watched your content for like the past nine years. <laughs> I'm old. You and your videos were a huge part of me finally accepting that I was an atheist and cheering me up. Logic, fuck yes. Hey, thanks, man. Logic, fuck yes. I'm honored to do my part, uh, but it was all you. I deserve none of the credit. You deserve all of it, but I appreciate that $10. Uh, Clear Singularity gave me $5 and said, I thought you quit smoking. Yeah, I did quit smoking, but then I quit drinking, and then I started smoking again because I quit drinking. I need to quit smoking now. I just recently started smoking. Like, I never smoked in my entire fucking life, and I just recently picked it up because of my goddamn girlfriend being a bad influence on me. I was like, I'm never going to smoke. I'm never going to be that kind of fucking guy, and now I'm fucking smoking and coughing my goddamn lungs up. Yeah, you. I should quit. It's ridiculous. I agree. Silver Lanya, I mean, 999. Dusty, good to see you. I liked your old content and then got put off by all the anti-HW people on YouTube, but it's good to see you back. See every episode. Love the show. Adding your voice to arguing against bad ideas. So I appreciate it, man. Thank you for supporting me. As long as you guys keep supporting me and uh, keep giving me the super chats, I will keep doing this show. I'm really enjoying doing it, and the support has been really great. And I actually think I have a kind of unique voice, and I'm doing something that not many people are doing. I pick, like, more than 50 topics for every show. So I'm, like, working hard to put a show together that I think is really fast-paced and interesting, and I hope people will enjoy. And we'll continue to watch. And if you guys uh, like the show, please continue. Consider, like, telling your friends about it. Consider supporting the show and uh, spreading it. And, uh, you know, if, if you like it, help it grow. But anyway, back to this, uh, I guess he's a rabbi. Embracing rabbi, embracing racism. Rabbis at pre-army yeshiva loud Hitler urge enslaving Arabs. And, like, I, I want to first start off by saying that most Jews are not racist, in my experience. Most Jews are not part of any kind of giant conspiracy theory. I don't think any Jews really are 
part of a conspiracy theory. I think they're doing things like separately from each other for different reasons. And they're completely understandable reasons when you look into it. But I agree. I disagree tremendously with some of the things that they say and do. And if you actually look into the Jewish religion, some parts of the Jewish religion are incredibly fucking racist. Now, I'm not saying all people that are Jewish are incredibly fucking racist. I think Jews, just like Christians, they ignore most of the religion, just like Muslims ignore most of what the book says. Jews are the same exact way. They're just mostly Jews in name only. And a lot of them don't even know that their religion is incredibly racist in parts. And so they don't, they're not racist themselves and don't fault themselves. But it doesn't stop the fact that there is a certain part and a certain sect of Jews who are incredibly fucking racist, outwardly so, and this is one of them. Recordings show instructors at Settlement Academy openly promoting Jewish supremacy. Principals say Arabs want to live under Israeli occupation due to their genetic inferiority. This is exactly what this guy says. Now, this is... Two rabbis at a pre-military religious academy in West Bank Settlement were recorded making derogatory and racist comments about Arabs. Uh, I, I say Arabs, and people are like, that sounds racist when you say that. I'm sorry, that's just my southern accent. That's how we say it, Arabs. Defending Adolf Hitler's worldview and openly promoting Jewish supremacy. In a series of un- undated recordings published by Channel 13 News on Monday, Rabbi Eliezer Kashitel, the head of the Benai David Academy and Eli, can be heard calling for the enslavement of the stupid and violent non-Jews due to their genetic inferiority. The Gentiles will want to be our slaves. Being a slave to a Jew is the best. They're glad to be slaves. They want to be slaves, he told a class in one of the video clips. Instead of just walking the streets and being stupid and violent and harming each other, once they're slaves, their lives can begin to take shape. All around us, we are surrounded by people with genetic problems. Ask a simple Arab, where do you want to be? He wants to be under the occupation. Why? Because they have a genetic problems. They don't know how to run a country. They don't know how to do anything. Look at them. In the lecture, Kashidal goes on to embrace racism against non-Jews. Yes, we're racist. We believe in racism. There are races in the world and people have genetic traits and that requires us to help them, he said. The Jews are more, the more successful race. And this is right out of like some sects of Judaism that says, you know, that you should treat uh, non-Jews like your slaves. Like you, and it even says that you can take slaves among the population from non-Jews and you can't treat uh, Jews the same way you treat non-Jews and absolutely says that I've read you know some of their holy text and I'm not saying all oh, Jews follow this shit it's not anti-semitic to point out bullshit that Jews do it's simply not it, they can't hide behind now I'm not saying that there's not lots of anti-semitism out there I'm not sure that it's not absolutely justified for them to point out real anti-semitism when it happens I'm not sure they're I'm not saying they're not justified in thinking that lots of people out there hate Jews simply for being Jews and want to wipe them out for that all of that is fucking true, but also at the same time, you can call them out for their bullshit without being anti-Semitic, and this is absolutely bullshit. This is racist fucking bullshit. And like Israel, the government of Israel is kind of a racist government. It absolutely is, and calling out the government is not anti-Semitic either. Just like calling out Trump and our government wouldn't be anti-white. You know, it has nothing to do with the fact they're Jewish. It's just, you know, if shitty people do shitty things, it's completely fine to call them fucking out for it, right? So this is absolutely uh, uncalled for. It's unacceptable, and this kind of racism should be stood up to. I, I stand up to this exactly like I would stand up to any white supremacist. I don't care if you're fucking Jewish or not. I don't care what your religion says. I do not respect it. And I would love to see somebody like Ben Shapiro call this shit out. Would love to fucking see him stand up against his own race. Uh, not race. His own religion, rather. 
because they're always talking about how like you have to call your own side out too and facts don't care about your feelings and they just like the marketplace of ideas and they'll call anything out but they don't man they never fucking call their own side out so what you got to say ben step up benny boy let's see if you got something to say about this shit absolutely ridiculous absolutely insane absolutely uncalled for we would not stand idly by and uh, let this go unchecked hell to the gnaw and uh here's a here's a tweet shitting on a uh, baked alaska you guys remember baked alaska and i heard baked alaska's trying to do different he's trying to uh distance himself from the alt-right shitheads that he embraced and i don't know if it's sincere or not like always i always say people are worthy of redemption and so if he really changes his ways and he's really apologetic and he really uses his past fuck-ups as a learning tool to help other people not make the same mistakes then i'm all about him having redemption haven't yet seen that to him but let's take a look at some of the things he said in the past that were completely fucking ridiculous baked alaska the democratic party defended slavery started the civil war and founded the kkk but you'll never hear that in a history class uh, yeah, i've heard that before and Craig Nelson says, hello, well, you absolutely learned that in history class. And your response was, I was homeschooled and it was not taught. <laughs> Cell phone, no shit. You think maybe your mom at your homeschool might have left a few details out and that's on her and not really on the education system there, Baked Alaska? Holy shit, how'd this guy get a blue check mark? Operation Trump Cup. Go to Starbucks and tell them your name is Trump. If they refuse to take video... If they refuse, take video. Please share and spread the word. <laughs> That'll trigger people. Look, I'm Trump. I'm Trump. I'm telling you a fake name so you drink Trump on a glass. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Aren't I so itchy and cool for this? No. No, that's as cringe as you can fucking possibly get, dude. What is wrong with you? Baked Alaska, the problem here is our definitions of the Holocaust are vastly different. You can't keep asking if it's immoral if we don't have consensus. Uh, the systematic, this is actually Sargon arguing with him, that's the funny part. The systematic murder of Jews and others by the Nazis. Do you object to that definition? You sound like a complete SJW. This is a, this is a much larger debate than for Twitter, and you keep appealing to emotion rather than fact. Good day, sir. Like, I'm not going to argue with you and your fact, Sargon. I can't believe Sargon is actually the reasonable person in this conversation. That's how you know you're a goddamn piece of shit when Sargon looks reasonable compared to you. Get your shit together, Baked. The fuck is wrong with you? And uh, you guys know who uh, Jacob, what is his name? Jacob uh, Berkman, is that his name? No, Jack Berkman. Uh, Jacob Wall, that's something enough. Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman. So uh, this Jacob Wall guy, what a fucking clown. Not long ago, he uh, tried to frame Mueller. You know, Mueller, he's the one that did the whole Trump investigation. And he tried to pay a woman to say that she was sexually assaulted by Mueller and uh, lied to her, and then he had a press conference and everything that the woman didn't show up to, and the woman later said that they just basically paid her off and they were lying about the whole thing. And uh, this Jacob Wall guy did a whole press conference with this other lawyer guy with the lawyer guy's pants was unzipped the whole time. The whole thing was a complete farce. Well, anyway, they're back at it again, and they've decided to try to frame, um, what is this guy's name? Budiag? I think that's his name. Let me click on this article. He's the uh, gay Democratic... Uh, candidate for presidency. I don't really know how you pronounce his name, though. I'm going to say it's Buddy, Buddy Egg. I don't want to say Buddy Egg because that sounds like I'm making a gay joke and I'm not really meaning to. Anyway, so basically they're trying to, uh, they, they tried to pay a guy to claim that Buddy Egg sexually assaulted him and they actually promised to buy him a house and some shit. So the guy came out about it. So, uh, Alleged victim Hunter Kelly claims that Wall and Berkman told him that they were working for a task force set up by the Donald Trump administration to slightly push back the progress of Democratic candidate Peter Buttigieg. I don't know. 
Victim also claims that the two men offered to buy him a home and that he felt as though he was trapped in Berkman's Virginia house. He felt so trapped that he had to hatch an escape plan, pretend to nap, and then run out of the home. How are these guys not fucking under arrest for setting up all these hoaxes and, and not being sued by all these people for slandering them? I mean, I guess they will be eventually. But these are the depths that these Republican op- op- operatives will go to. You know, they will lie, they will cheat, they will steal whatever they can do to make liberals look bad and try to make sure the the right takes and maintains power. Just the bottom of the fucking barrel. Where are you at, anti-SCWs? Why aren't you calling out this shit? Where are you at, conservatives? Why aren't you calling out your own side? Is it because you guys are hypocrites and you're tribalistic and you really don't do what you say you do about calling out your own side? Is that, is that, is that what it is? Because that's what I think it is. And you can't unsee this. Wait till they get a load of me. Dave Rubin is the Joker, but not the cool Joker. Like the old dumb Joker from like Jack Nicholson. Does kind of look like him though, doesn't he? And he is a Joker. What a dipshit. I had another, I'll see you. I had another Dave Rubin thing. I guess I'll get to it later. And uh, more making fun of Tim Pool. Tim Pool is uh, all pissed off that Alex Jones is uh, banned from Facebook. And He's literally saying that Alex Jones is the exact same as Rachel Maddow because they both peddle conspiracy theories. He's literally comparing Alex Jones to Rachel Maddow and saying they both are equally the same and have exactly the same right to exist on a platform. What a load of fucking shit. How can this guy claim to be a goddamn liberal when he compares Alex Jones to Rachel Maddow? I mean, there's absolutely no comparison between the two things. It's such a ridiculous comparison. Talk about a false equivalence. This is like the, the mother of false equivalences. But, you know, he's just doing what he does, pretending like he's a liberal and calling out other liberals when he's just a conservative shell. Everybody sees through it, dude. You're full of nobody. Okay, here's back on that Dave Rubin thing I was trying to find a while ago. Uh, yeah, so I showed a couple weeks ago how many people, such as myself, have agreed to go on Dave Rubin's show and uh, debate him. And he likes to go public and say, huh? I pretty much only have conservatives on my show because liberals won't come on my show. They don't have the guts to go on my show, even though tons and tons of us have gone public saying we'll go on his show. He continues to lie because he's a fucking coward. And now what he's doing, he's like, give out a list of people from the left that he'll actually have on his show. We'd love to have a chat with some of you people who can keep it civil. So now he's basically saying, huh, the only reason I won't debate people like Dusty or ContraPoints or Sam Cedar is because they will keep it civil. So instead, I'm proving that I'll actually... Uh, have a conversation with lefties because I'll have a conversation with these people that come on my show. So basically all he's done is he's called out uh, people that are much more famous than him so he can clout chase. I guess that's the new phrase the kids are using these days. And it also, he's calling out people he knows won't call him out as bullshit. People that don't really know him well enough to know, you know, what skeletons are in his closet. So that's the only thing he's doing here. He's obvious what he's doing here. He won't let liberals like me or ConstraPoints or Sam Cedar on his show. Instead, he picks these other people he knows won't actually hold him to account for the shit he's done. Very transparent, dude. We see right through you. We know what you're doing. You're not fooling anybody. I mean, maybe you're fooling your fan base, but you ain't fooling me. And uh, this one's Roman Millennial. Oh, God, this chick. <sighs> Lauren Chen. Is the idea of white racial identity, if the idea of right weight... <laughs> Let me try it again. If the idea of white racial identity frightens you, ask yourself whether you feel the same about black or Hispanic racial identity. If not, why? Progressives embrace non-white racial identitarianism, yet you're horrified when... White people begin to express the same sentiment. Yes, okay, well, I can explain this to you incredibly simply. It's about fucking history, dude. White people and black people and brown people don't have the same history. White people 
invented the current social system we live in now. White people, it created the system mainly to put white people in charge and maintain the white power structure. That's what we still live under today. The way white people were treated in the past is not the same black people and brown people were treated in the past. And so it is appropriate to look at the history of the way things are done, or the way people were treated, and don't pretend like everybody is treated equally in our society still to this day because they're not. By pretending that the past didn't happen, you don't do uh, service to the present, right? Because the things that happened in the past, they affect what's going on today. Uh, atheism as a stopple likes to use the argument, we live in linear time, things have changed now, as though the things that happened in the past don't still affect the things that are happening today, which is obviously complete fucking bullshit. So yes, the reason why people are more uh, terrified about white identity is because white identity has been used in the past to great, great, great links and success to oppress minorities and to set up a system that uh, keeps them down. And the same has not been said of, you know, people who embrace their black culture or Hispanic culture. For the most part, they've had to embrace their black culture and Hispanic culture so that they can group up together, so they can just have something to unite them all, to give them a little bit of a, a foothold to be able to compete against the white power structure. They, have, they don't really have a choice, you know. They have to do something. That's, the, that's one of the main reasons that black churches are so popular, and that's one of the main reasons I kind of feel bad about my video about um, calling all black Christians Uncle Toms because it was kind of explained to me that black people don't really have much of a choice in going to church because that's their sense of community, and they have to have that because society is already stacked up against them so heavily in so many ways that they need that support system to even be able to survive and make it in our society. So that's why they're more uh, justified in embracing their cultural identity than white people are. Very simple to understand from a historical standpoint. But uh, I guess Lauren Chan wants to sit around and feel bad for white people all day because she knows what set her bread's buttered on. She knows that her support comes from uh, the conservatives and white supremacists and shit. There's no doubt about it. And uh, while we're talking about Ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro, um, yeah, so he's given uh, Elon, I guess that's how you pronounce her name, Elon, a whole bunch of shit, continuously calling her anti-Semitic every fucking chance she get, when she's clearly not anti-Semitic, she's just clearly trying to call out, just like I was doing, call out things that Jewish people are doing that's bad, but she's not saying all Jewish people are in some kind of conspiracy together. She's just saying that you can call out things that the Jewish government does and other Jewish people do that are bad without being anti-Semitic, which you absolutely can. But Ben Shapiro, who likes to go around and claim that everybody uses the term racism inappropriately, they call everybody racist just to try to derail the conversation and shut you up and as a form of to violate your free speech. But he does exactly the same thing. He goes out there and calls anybody who dares to speak out against any Jewish person anti-Semitic. And that's what he's done here. Mitch Shapiro's cause Elon has a lot of the same opinions about Jews that white supremacists had in that manifesto. The fucking white supremacists literally love Ben Shapiro, the Quebec mosque the guy that went in the mosque in Quebec and killed, I don't know how many people, a dozen or whatever. He literally visited Ben Shapiro's Twitter more than anybody else's. That was the number one Twitter he visited. Yet he in no way is ever going to take a uh, responsibility for any of that, right? He's never going to say, hey, I have a lot of the same opinions as white supremacists do in their manifestos, because you absolutely do. You absolutely spread exactly the same talking points they use. But you're such a fucking hypocrite that you will blame somebody else that's not anti-Semitic in any way for doing the exact same thing that you do, for spreading propaganda that Nazis use to prop up their ideology, right? Total fucking hypocrite, dude. Hard to believe you still have a fan base, but we know that conservatives don't give a fuck about who they follow as long as they uh, sell them their preconceived notions. 
And like I was saying before, everybody's pissed off about the new episode of the Game of Thrones. They're calling uh, Arya Stark a Mary Sue. You know what a Mary Sue is? It's the new uh, popular, I guess it's an old saying, but it's become recently real popular again. It's what all the anti-HCWs and the men's rights activists say uh, when a show has a very powerful female character. Like, I think it's too powerful. Oh, my God, you're just trying to make women look badass. This is a Mary Sue character. This is totally unbelievable. Nobody's this badass. You're just trying to shove your feminist agenda down our throat, make women look badass than they actually are. They literally fucking had, like, what, four seasons of her training as an assassin, getting her ass whooped all over the place, explaining how exactly she became such a motherfucking badass. Why do you guys have so much problem with women that when you see one be tough as shit in a fucking TV show or a movie, you get all butthurt about it? Like, seriously, this male fragility movement, this white male fragility movement, it's so sad, man. White people really have it better than anybody else in our society. White men especially, we still do. Yes, we have problems not saying white people's lives are completely hunky-dory. Not saying there are white people that don't have incredibly hard lives. Not saying that. Just saying, on average, white people and white males have an easier time than everybody else. So stop fucking whining. It's so goddamn pathetic, right? And uh, Chrissy says, the, absur- the absurdity of calling Arya Stark a Mary Sue should be absolute proof of the deep misogyny of this concept. But I think we can go deeper. Let's imagine if we applied the Mary Sue standard across the board gender-wise. Yeah, like to, uh, what's his name? Jon Snow, who learned how to ride a dragon in five minutes. Literally learned how to fucking ride a dragon in five minutes. Why is he not a uh, Mary John, you know? Seriously. It's a double standard. They have no problem with men are badass for no reason, but women do it. It's Mary Sue, the damn feminist. You're just trying to... Fucking shut the fuck up. So goddamn pathetic. And this is bizarre. When a bank made up of billionaires who have made record fucking profits starts uh, telling poor people that they're poor because of their own fault. This is from Chase Bank. You, why is my balance so low? Bank account, uh, because you should make coffee at home. Bank account, uh, eat the food that's already in your fridge instead of going out, you fucking money-spending loser. A bank account, you don't need a cab. It's only three blocks. Walk, you lazy poor motherfucker. And uh, you, oh, I guess I'll never know. Bank account, seriously? Like, fuck you, Chase. One of the reasons everybody's so fucking poor is because the top earners have managed to funnel so much of the goddamn money that the bottom earners' wages are flat, and the top earners are taking all the fucking money. Just like they're supporting Donald Trump in order to give them a trillion and a half dollars in tax cuts that went on a credit card bill that our grandchildren will be paying for. And they use it to do stock buybacks and make record fucking profits. You motherfuckers are the reason the middle class is failing. You motherfuckers are the reason people are so poor and to blame it on us because we're too lazy or we want to eat out too much. God damn it. Like, what are you thinking? What is going on in your goddamn head, Chase? Absolutely fucking ridiculous. If you bank at Chase, please consider not banking at Chase because they are humongous, giant pieces of fucking shit. Immediately cease that action. And we'll take a break to read the Super Chats. Super Chats. Love the Super Chats. No question dodged. Every question answered. Super Chats, Super Chats, Super Chats. All right, let's see. Uh... Max Powers gave me $3.49. Will you show my meme in a got bit? Uh, I guess. I don't know what your meme is. So not really sure what it is. Maybe if you send it to me on Twitter or something, I can show it in the next show. Can't really do it live, but thank you for the money. I appreciate it. Ariel Fernandez says, Random question. Do you think the head of the government and the head of state should be the same person or two different people? Hmm. I think it's okay for the same people as long as the checks and balances are actually uh, still used. But we're becoming more and more a fascist society. Uh, fascism is usually uh, 
signified by ultra nationalism and a strong central authority figure who doesn't really follow the checks and balances very much like Trump does. Trump does everything he can to kind of get away from Congress's uh, checks and balances and the Supreme Court. And so, you know, it's a, it becomes fascist when you do that. But uh, so I think it's fine as long as checks and balances are in place. But like I said, when they're abused, probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Five dollars from Beast Nation 2009. Dusty, let me clarify. Luscious Lion is Howard's character on Empire. Okay, I didn't know that. I don't watch Empire. Um, it's not really my thing. One of the I'm actually I'm kind of a, a TV buff. I've seen almost every popular television show ever made, and like that's saying something. But I really have I've seen almost every popular and almost every movie too ever made. It's kind of my hobby. I like to know what's made. I like to know what's popular. I like to know what other people are watching because that helps me figure out what our society is like and why our society is like what it is and, you know, what people are thinking. So I watch all that stuff. But I didn't watch Empire yet. For some reason, the show did not appeal to me. And so thank you for cluing me on that. Ford, eighty-four, $10. And he said, nothing, nothing at all. But thank you, Ford. I appreciate that. Very generous of you. Blue Box Cat, $5, says, if the view is causing white nationalism, shouldn't Tucker Carlson be thanking them? Yeah, you would think so. Tucker Carlson is actually all for white nationalism. If you think about it, he's uh, against immigration, wants to make sure we stay as white as we could possibly be. So, hypocrite, good point. Ariel Fernandez, $2. Do you think the United States Senate should be abolished? Uh, no, I don't think the Senate should be abolished. I think it should just, you know, be a... Uh, well, it should be abolished, but we should get different people in there. I watched the documentary the other day. It's called, I think it's called Knocking on Something Something. It's on, uh, it's on Amazon right now. Not Amazon. It's on Netflix right now. It's actually a really good documentary about uh, AOC and how she became Congresswoman. I actually cried a little bit. It's very, very inspiring, and it just shows you how like you, underdogs can can compete. They can rise up, and they can compete where they're not supposed to win, and and they they can make a difference. And uh, I think she's an amazing candidate and a very, very likable person. And I think if we had more people like her in the Senate, it would be much, much better. I think we just need to, uh, instead of supporting lawyers and rich people for all these spots, we need to start supporting more actual grassroots candidates like ALC. And I think it would be a lot better. It's pronounced booty judge. <laughs> I don't think that's true. But uh, if it is, that's hilarious. But I'm going to say that's probably not true. And uh, $200, uh, Netherlands money, I guess, from Andreas says, Fear makes us to look down on others when we need to look up. Fear makes us look to the left or right when we need to look in the mirror. Have a fearless weekend. That's very true. You know, we, we hate what we don't understand. We hate what's new to us and novel, and people, you know, are very, very hesitant to uh, change themselves and change things about their society and their, their culture because, you know, they're used to it. They have familiarity, and familiarity brings comfort. And uh, when you have comfort, you obviously don't want to get people often don't want to give it up. But, uh, you know, you got to sometimes you got to examine things critically and uh, be willing to change to make society better. Two dollars from Sean Owens. Keep up the good work, bro. I will do, Sean. I do appreciate that. Thank you, man. Another $10. In the United States of America, the president is both the head of government and state. In Italy, the president of Italy is head of state and the prime minister of Italy is the head of the government. I don't know. I had to look in the system a little bit more. Maybe that's a better system than ours. Um Really have never thought about it, so probably not best for me to sit here and think about it live on the air. But I will smoke a joint later, and I will brainstorm on that, and I will give you my opinion at a later date. But thank you for that $10. That was very, very kind of you. And we have about uh, 25 minutes left, so we're going to, well, we have however much time I want to be left, but 
we're we're in about two and a, two hours and thirty five minutes so far. So I'm going to finish the show up as I always do. For those of you who miss my uh, religious bullshit videos, I basically do a religious bullshit video at the end of every podcast. So all you have to do is watch my podcast, and you can get your share of religious bullshit videos. And we're going to take a look at these six stories here that I'm going to cover. Um, first off, Pat Robertson has actually come out against young earth creationism. Holy shit! You go, Pat. I can't believe it. He actually finally did something worthy of uh, note that's actually beneficial to society, even though he's still a giant, horrendous piece of shit. Earlier this week, Pat Robertson dismissed young earth creationism as nonsense that's so embarrassing and how all that 6,000-year-old stuff just doesn't compete. Love it. He's got them all pissed off now. Ken Ham has come out of the woodwork, basically calling him out, calling him a piece of trash and all these other fucking, uh, let's see, well, it's... Rick Wiles, all mad. Earth is still 6,000 years old. I don't care what fucking Pat Robertson said. Pat Robertson's funny. He actually says uh, that the Earth is, what did he say? I think he said it was 20 billion years old. That's what Pat Robertson said. The Earth is something like 20 billion years old. Uh, Only off by a little bit. The Earth is, uh, what, 4.65 billion years old, and the whole universe is only 13.5 billion years old. So apparently, according to Pat Robertson, the uh, Earth was made 7 billion years before the universe. But still, at least he knows it's not a young Earth. And he's taking a lot of shit from that. So I like to say it. I like to see these guys fight amongst each other. At least Pat Robertson is not that fucking stupid. And Christians groups are all pissed off at Burger King because Burger King is uh, putting out, like, Happy Meal boxes. They're not for kids, though. They're for adults. But they're put out to make fun of uh, McDonald's Happy Meals. And they have all them... They have on the boxes saying stuff like uh, DJAF, which I guess means don't give a fuck, and the word pissed. And so Christian groups are like, oh, my God, they have don't give a fucking pissed on their fucking Happy Meal boxes. This is going to attract children. When children don't even give a shit about that. Children don't know what DGAF means or they don't go fuck about it anyway. If they do know what it means, they already knew what it meant before they fucking got a Happy Meal from Burger King. So anyway, these snowflakes just always looking for things to be upset by. Though the real meals are Whopper-based meals, the boxes are replicas of Happy Meal boxes and will therefore attract children. No matter the target market, this campaign is a marketing disaster. That's uh, what One Million Moms said. They're always going around and finding people to be upset about. But they're basically exactly the same as anti-HJWs, you know. Exactly the same as people who go look through movies to find uh, social justice stuff to get offended by. They're the same. They're the same exact as these conservative uh, Christian groups, these parent groups. They're all just snowflakes who run around and try to find anything they can to be upset about, and then they make fun of the other side for being so upset about everything. Just hypocrisy. So easy to see through. And uh, this Christian writer says that 5G networks will usher in the Antichrist. That's right, guys. Your Wi-Fi is just a gateway to Satan and the Antichrist. We should all know that. What does 5G technology, artificial intelligence, and more have to do with the Antichrist in the end times? Plenty, says pastor author Mark Biltz. As technology becomes more and more a part of our everyday lives, Blitz says, we must consider theories about the Antichrist and emerging technologies such as artificial intelligence, Siri, Alexa, Watson, 5G, and more, which are creeping into our lives on a daily basis and changing our perspectives of how things could possibly play out, even in a few years. And then, and as the technology race continues, it is no longer difficult to imagine the Antichrist as some kind of hybrid human cyborg able to project himself all over the world at one time as a hologram that demands to be worshipped. Oh my fucking God, dude. These people have watched The Lawnmower Man way too many times. Like, seriously. This is what you guys are fucking worried about? 
I mean, we have global warming. We have like tax cuts for billionaires. 45,000 people are dying every year due to lack of health care. And you're worried about hybrid human cyborgs projecting themselves all over the world and demanding to be worshipped. I mean, seriously, this is a fucking episode of Black Mirror. What is happening, dude? But it's obvious they're just trying to make people afraid, afraid of technology, afraid of anything they can be afraid of. Because when you make people afraid, it's easy to sell them your fake cure, which is always Jesus and give me more money. Speaking of which, this dead pastor will come back to life if you give her enough cash. And, you know, this is... God damn it. People are so fucking stupid. Let me show you. Pause that for a second. Make it bigger. So anyway, she claims that she's dead and only your money will revive her. Even though she's very clearly not dead. She's moving quite often. But she's dead. Give me your money that can resurrect me. Watch your head. She's moving constantly. But money, give me money, give me money. You can resurrect up there, moves. Give me money, yep. Keep breathing. Craig, give him money. That will bring her back to life. Give him money, more money, more money. This is how God resurrects people. God killed her and will resurrect her if you give her money. More money, pile it up on her, pile up that money up. Man, this just makes me think about how rich I would fucking be if I would be a televangelist. I could so well. Oh, oh, head moving. Oh, let's go back to life. Her head moving. God bringing her back. All it took was some green, man. God sure does love money. you think he could just yeah, invent it out of thin air, instead of depending on people to give it to him. But nope. He needs a few people. So eventually she did come back to life, uh, quote unquote. Shockingly, she came back to life after all that money. God damn it, people. What is wrong with you? How do you fall for this bullshit? So embarrassing. And, uh, oh, yeah, Marty talked about that one. So I guess we'll finish up with this one. Last story of the day. Last chance to get your Super Chats in, folks. Going to read one more story, then finish up with a Super Chat. So if you have questions for me, you want to support the show with Super Chats, be sure to get them in. Last call. Here we go. Last story of the day is going to be from this Christian mom who basically is telling wives, hey, if you don't want to have sex with your husbands, do it anyway. Just do it. It's your obligation to have sex with somebody even when you're not in the mood because you're the wife, right? This is what she has to say about it. I teach women what the Bible commands. The Bible commands that we do not deprive our husbands of sexual intimacy. This is from God. It's not from me. Don't get mad at me for saying this. God is saying it. Just like when he said women are not allowed to teach men. Women should be quiet in public life. That's God. That's not me. And if you want to have a miserable life, lazy life, then you live your life by your feelings. You don't feel like giving your husband sex for a year? Then go. Fine, don't give your husband sex for a year, but see how great your marriage is after a year. We live our lives by doing what's right, by obeying God, even if we don't feel like it. Yes, and that even includes sex. You know, how long does it take anyway? That's right. How long does it take to fuck somebody you want to fuck? It only takes a few minutes, so fuck them anyway, women. It is your job and your duty. Be submissive to your man, and if you don't, you're not biblical. Probably going to burn in hell. Fuck you. So yeah, look. Women can do whatever the fuck they want to do. If they don't want to fuck you, they're not going to fuck you. No matter if they're married to you or not, marriage is not uh, a ticket to free sex anytime you like it. It still has to be consensual. It's still when she wants it. And if you're not making her horny enough to want sex, that's sort of on you, dude. Step up your fucking game. Work out a little bit. Jelk until your dick's bigger. Work it out. You know, let her watch porn. Whatever has to happen to get her motor running, that's sort of on you. And that will do it for our show tonight. I'm going to finish up by reading the Snapchat, Super Chat, Super Chats. Uh, 
the rational veteran said, so when are we doing our interview, Dusty? Messaged you. Uh, okay, I'll have to double check on that again and see. I don't really know, but I'll look into it and I'll let you know about that. Beast Nation says, one more thing I want to say. If I didn't get it off work earlier, I wouldn't have been able to catch a good chunk of this live. Good seeing you again. Okay, cool. Um, hopefully you guys let me know what you think about moving the show two hours earlier to 6 p.m. Central, uh, 7 Eastern. I will look at the uh, chats, and you guys can also leave your notes about that in the chat right now, and I will read it later as soon as this is uploaded. Whoa, 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 hold up. These same Christians who said stuff like Trump, that bitch, are winning, are winning about don't give a fuck on Burger King mailboxes. Wow, yeah, the same ones that said fuck your feelings. Fuck your feelings, we don't care. I want Trump to grab my pussy. But yeah, when Burger King does something, they're suddenly <gasps> clutching pearls. Pearl, pearl clutching intensifies. That's all they're doing. And Andreas gave me another $50. Thank you very much. Very, very generous. Give your animals a little extra treat. I will do. I'll buy them some uh, bones. They like that. Man. Even though that's not very vegetarian of me. They still sell like ham bones and stuff, and I like to give them treats like that. I still feed my dogs and my animals a meat-based diet, obviously. You know, vegetarian is a choice I made for myself, but it's not really a choice I can make for my animals, and especially like cats. They need a very, very high-end protein diet, so we still feed them, you know, animal products that's just the sensible thing, in my opinion. Like, I wish there was some kind of vegetarian food that was readily available that was actually good for cats and stuff, but I don't really believe there is. So, I will definitely do that, and we'll finish up with Ariel Fernandez, who gave me $10, and said, In some countries, the head of state is mostly a ceremonial figurehead with little to no executive powers. The state of Israel, the Republic of Ireland, and the Kingdom of Sweden are... are XP of those countries. I guess that means they're some of those countries. Yeah, are examples. Yeah, um... That's not a bad idea, I guess. Like I said, it's something I would have to think about. Having multiple people in power so it like balances as the power port more and makes sure that no one man has too much power is not a bad idea. Like I said, that's what fascism is based around. It's like a somebody with dictatorial powers. And so anything we can do to keep that from happening and fight fascism, I'm fucking all for. Not a bad idea. And thank you very kindly, Ariel Fernandez, for that. And thank you to everybody who supported the show. You guys have been very generous tonight, and I really appreciate that. You guys are fucking awesome. I love you guys so much. Um... And as always, if you guys want to support the show on Patreon, you can do so on my uh, patreon.com for just podcast. You can send direct tips through Streamlabs and all that good bullshit. And uh, so we're going to end the show there. I really want to thank you guys. Join me again Monday. We're going to do Monday at 8 p.m. Central. I'm not going to change the show yet. I'm going to give it at least one more week to let everybody know about the time change. So Monday will be at 8 p.m. as usual. Um, be sure to tune in. Um, as always, kind words are a form of currency, so be sure to spend them freely. And uh, leave me kind messages because most of my messages I get are people who hate my guts and are talking shit to me and trying to get me to stop. They're trying to discourage me from doing this. So if you want to see me keep doing this, please consider leaving a kind message. And also after this uh, show is uploaded, please come back, thumbs it up. Please come back, like it. Please come back, share it. Please come back, leave a message. All that shit really, really fucking helps. And uh, so that's it for me, guys. Awesome show we've had. Really appreciate you guys joining me and being part of this. I love you guys. I'll see you guys next Monday. And as always, till next time, logic. Fuck, fuck, fuck yes. Thanks, guys. I really do appreciate it. Love you.